Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with you. This is what I am. What I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am. My G's still pumping, sold on the coaster, you know that my doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm cooling, be on the sofa. You are listening live. Good life! That that is, uh, unless you're not listening live. Uh, This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, July 12th, 2017. I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and uh, we're going to... Go ahead and wait on my co-host here, Cameron Hawkins, from right up the block. Um, nope, that's not Cam. It's not him. Well, Cam will be along shortly. Um, but, yeah, this is where we would say, hey, Cam, how's it going? How's, how's your day? How are things? Um, but, yeah, let me go ahead and give out give out the pertinence before we do get to Gavin here. Uh, if you want to talk directly to Cameron and myself, you can hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. So you can find us on the... Email tip, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. And uh, Twitter. Twitter is always an option. Another way to get at us, you can find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Uh, or, uh, a nice, <laughs> nice array of conversation. Happened in a day and last night, not necessarily wrestling related, but the whole sneaker, tennis shoe, gym shoe, quote unquote debate. It's not a debate. They're sneakers and shut up. Uh, but yeah, again, you can find the show at East Coast Cast. <clears throat> you can find my Twitter at Travlord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, and that's C E E Hawk. And oh, and and there is a new um, uh, uh, East Coast Cast slash South Congress, uh, you know, T Public item, uh, a T-shirt or whatever you want it to be, but it's uh, an IWC Internet Wrestling Community. Um, Deal. So go to T Public. Check that out. It's it's uh, it's it's some. I mean, it's not outrageous or anything, but it's just you know super creative. And you know, Cam does it again. Creative bastard, man of many talents. Um, ah, here we go. And yeah, in our Twitter poll, which not surprising those results, but we'll get to that in a bit. And, oh, the last bastion of Get Added, you can find us on Facebook, the Facebook uh, fan page. Hit us up there if you got an article or some kind of meme or anything to share. 
or, or you want to peep, that's another place to see things related to this show. Um, and shout out to uh, Jeremy Austin for uh, liking the show. <coughs> Looks like we have another uh, UK fan. Manchester United as his as his uh, profile pic. Oh no! Wow, went to school in New York, so I don't know. Maybe he's just a American guy who likes soccer. Those those weirdos. <laughs> I, I went all public in soccer. I can talk shit. I was in the newspaper for doing well in soccer. So, all right. Um, let's see if our good pal has joined us. Yes, he has. Cameron Hawkins, welcome to the show. What is going on, man? Not too much. How's it going? How are things? Well, good to uh, good, good to be here on this fine, uh, warm Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, it definitely is outside, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we certainly got uh, <laughs> we got a nice array of topics and subjects and matches and angles and stuff to talk about. So, and I already gave out all the information. So uh, let's jump right to the uh, the poll for this week, Cam. An interesting yes, poll that you put out. The second time we've been like. Uh... A multi-day poll. I think typically the longest will go is about a day. Uh, it'll go like through the night after SmackDown. Sometimes after mm-hmm. Raw, but this poll has been going um, basically since right after uh, Great Balls of Fire on Sunday, and it was uh, you know pretty simple. It was uh, you know uh, finish the sentence: Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Universal Title and a Great Balls of Fire. And it was either uh, above my expectations, met my expectations, or was below my expectations. Um, so only 25% said below expectations. Uh, 47% said that it was at expectations, and 28% said above expectations. So you got to think in the uh, grand scheme of things, this is a win for uh, a win for WWE as far as a uh, strong main event. Yeah, you would <clears throat> you would rather you would definitely like to see more people say it was above, but the fact that you saw so. And not so few. I mean, a quarter of responders said, respondents said, below. Um, but I think you'll take seventy-five percent thumbs up, probably any any day. And I think a big um, a big thing we got to remember too, when we uh, at least on our end, and you think these things are pretty universal. People said um, this was the match because, out of hmm. that. Uh, out of that fatal five way, this was an action that most people wanted to see, you know, aesthetically and style-wise. And so, you know, if this meets your expectations and you had high hopes going forward, I'm going yeah. to do it. You know, it's a good thing. Yeah, that's what I, that, was, that was going to be my next point. Like, yeah, met expectations. A lot of people going into this this match were like, this is going to be great. And I was one of those people. Or, or right. it could be great. You know, uh, they could definitely right. screw it up, but it was great. And it's like, yeah, that's my expectations. It was great. So it's not it's a total positive. Yeah. So I think that's a yeah, that's a seventy five percent, you know, thumbs up and you know, considering 
And who knows, that 25% that was below, maybe they're just like, mm, I wanted to see Shooting Star Press off the top rope with the thing in the blind and oh, the Joe, to, Joe to do a tote base and, and I, see that. And <laughs> we have at least, uh, it could be multiple people, but at least one person I've talked to that uh, they planned on calling in today said it was below mm-hmm. expectation, so I'm, I'm curious to hear about the... Uh, okay. You know about their explanation as far as that goes. I mean, you could have just, they could, yeah. I mean, it's like, hey, I expected an epic, like, and, and it's like, for me, it kind of reached that point, like, just how I was in here, and my body was reacting, like, like, oh, shit, I'm kind of jittery, like, oh, this is getting interesting, like, what's going to happen, you know, it was all those emotions, and, <clears throat> yeah, I, but I saw the reaction, and I'm not surprised that it got 25% because, and, you know, stupid, dumbass wrestling group I'm in. It's just, and not ours, where we're smart, intelligent fans that think things through, look full, look ahead, and, you know, for the most part, this is, like, quite the opposite. And and immediately, or not even immediately, all through the pay-per-view, there was just, like, a, a pay-per-view that, I think we went in saying on paper it looks really good and it held up. Like this was a good yeah. show, fun show to watch. <clears throat> um, but immediately, what day was that? Was it the ninth or okay? Yeah, it was the ninth. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, so one of them was, you know, just so obvious, like, hey, it's 10.45, or it's, you know, almost the top of the hour. Uh, are they going to do a squash match slash no contest? And I'm like, that's not, you know, how how it works anymore. Like, the paper, like that's not how pay-per-view works in the network era. Like, bam. Like, he's like, well, I haven't noticed. Only WrestleMania has gone over the past 11, I'm like, then you're not paying attention, because that pretty much routinely, or it happens enough that you would think, you know, if you're watching shows, you'd remember, but it was, uh, it was just a lot of people say, like, had the nerve to say Joe got squashed. Like, they really wanted to see, like, Joe, like, pull that man's heart out and, like, and eat it and then pen him. And nothing less than that. That was some bullshit of a finish. That's one. Another 10-minute match from the part-time champ. Sucks. That's another. All faith lost in WWE. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. That's another. If any other company is looking as to how to ruin an otherwise great pay-per-view, just watch the playback in a little bit. We are now seven months into the year, and the only main champion Raw has have shown up less than ten times. Fucking crazy. We've had the same Brock match going on three years. It's ridiculous. And it's like, of all nights to make that argument, tonight was not that night. Or Sunday. What are y'all talking about? Brock had moves. 
<laughs> for real, for real. I mean, at least, I mean, maybe not moves per se. He wasn't doing, you know, drop downs and hip tosses and shit, you know. But he was moving around and like being forced to like, you know, fight for his fucking life essentially. Yeah. Like, like you made that that point was valid. I yelled at the top of my lungs that. Uh, that that you know Brock is two move ass Brock one move Brock and it's you know I wrote an art my first article was why they shouldn't re-sign Brock when his contract's up like get this guy out of here <laughs> so I'm not some Brock apologist but goddamn that match Sunday was great and the finish you know even though my guy lost was great <laughs> so. They made Joe look weak as shit. That's another one. Like, what? What? We were watching. What the? What? Like, how were we watching the same show, if you think that? WWE needs a new champion. If you go into the show and you want a certain thing to happen, all you need is a little bit of evidence of it, and then you're right. I wanted a certain thing to happen. And it didn't happen. And, you know, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed myself. No, it was, a, it was a fight, and they were selling a fight, you know, going into it, and, and what we got was a fight. Like, it's hard to like, – like, for me, it wasn't – this blew me out the water, but it was, gosh, Samoa Joe looks like the guy to do this thing when this thing happens. Like, he's, he's bringing a different type of match out of Lesnar. I think the biggest compliment anybody paid to it was, like, this is what it would have been like if uh, – if, Goldberg and Brock went ten minutes, you know, and I was like, I was like, I, I think stylistically it's different, but I respect, you know, where that opinion is coming from. Like, like Joe put him through a table with his second offensive move of of not even of the match, like before the match he put him through a table, and Brock, you know, shook it off being the tough guy that he is, um, you know, and wanted to continue the match, and they went at it and. You know, you didn't need Joe to do a lot of crazy stuff to Brock because that's not, you know, what you do to Brock. Like, you, you, Joe just went at him, went at him, went at him. You know, it wasn't wrestling move after wrestling move. Like, I'm trying to beat this guy up. I want to make him feel pain. It was, like, to me, it was good. I wouldn't call it. It's not the best thing that I've ever seen, but like it, like, right. like it or not, and, and a lot of people are not, but Brock has given us, what, in the last year, like, three – like three at least, like really spectacular moments. Like that first match with Goldberg getting squashed, like that was a big moment. Um, WrestleMania was a big moment. I think Sunday was even, a, a big even moment. Even since we're just doing moments, you know, even getting tossed out at the Rumble to fuel to yeah. further, you know, fuel that was like, oh my God, they're they're really, yeah. uh, you know, fucking with this guy or whatever. It was crazy. Like, yeah, it was something. And then, yeah, of course, WrestleMania. So, yeah, last night's main event finish felt like two people were playing the video game and whoever was Samoa Joe dropped their controller. That's another one. So, yeah, so, again, not surprised at all. Uh, But then someone put up a poll and we'll... And the overwhelming majority said, yes, I enjoyed it. Just, you know, what do you think of the pay-per-view? I don't care. Oh, people are weird. Wrestling fans are weird. They're the worst. I mean, I, gosh. They wanted that man, Kalima. 
Kalima rip Brock's heart out, sacrifice him to to the Polynesian <laughs> gods. Hope they show up on American Gods next year. So. Uh, all right, let's um, chat open. Like Derek, you know, it's it's spelled like salmon, like the the fish, you know, like like, mm-hmm. like salmon, but it's minson. Is it? Do you, so do you still pronounce it salmon? Salmon, or is now it is okay to say the L? <laughs> I mean, you say like John Salmon's name is John Salmon. He played for the Bulls and the yeah, Kings. Like it's John Salmon's name. Anyway, what's up, Derek? <laughs> uh, um, so, all right, let's talk to some folks. Um, crap. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let's. Uh, who should we talk to? Who should we talk to? Let's. Uh, let's talk to Kyle. In Newark. Let's go to Newark. Uh, Colin, what's wow. happening, man? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? I'm doing all right. Doing good. Yeah. What's on your mind? Ah, uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, I thought Great Balls of Fire was a pretty, pretty good program. Yeah. You're not I, you're you're, I don't you're not alone. I don't I don't really have a big argument with that. I have I have one you know, one argument about that and not even an argument, I have one issue with the pay per view. Um but we'll yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later, but it's it's not anything that made it sad. My first oh. question for this week concerns WWE's cruiserweight division. With the release of Austin Aries coming late on Friday, now, who will be the resident tent pole of the WWE Cruiserweight division? Will it be someone already in the Cruiserweight division? Or do you think WWE will sign and unsign and talent? Or relegate someone not being used to the cruiserweight division to bolster it. Well, I would say first, um, you know, all due respect. I don't agree with the premise. Yeah, exactly. Like Austin Aries is all world talented. Um, He's a great talker. He's a great worker. Um, I always thought he had a great look, just the way he carries himself is great, but Neville is absolutely the tempo of that division already. So and, and I think it would be unfair to take that away from him. We'll he is the tempo of that division. Um, yeah. 
you know, I think um, really quick before we get into like who's who's got next in the cruiserweight division. Um, I don't know Austin Aries personally. I've, I've you know heard interviews, and seen the way he conducted business. You know, I it's interesting to me that he had the uh, the foresight to think that he wasn't going to get treated any higher. I, I do feel like he's the type of guy, though, who would ask, like, okay, I've I faced Neville three times. Okay, for you, I don't have the title. What's next for me? Where am I going? And he probably didn't get the answer that he liked. And, you know, cut ties. Um, you never heard about him being any type of nuisance or any type of problem. Uh, just, uh, you know, he, he got to WWE as, as a mainstay, had a strong role. And, you know, he realized that was his feeling, and he's probably like, look, I, I don't want to – Maybe I'll maybe I can come back later, but yeah, I can, you know, I can probably like his indie price just went up. You know what I mean? Like, not that there wasn't money out there for him before, but there's more money out there yeah. for him now because he's been in WWE. Yeah, and that's a good thing. Um, so there's, you know, as a, as a business decision, like he can, he can go out there and wrestle. Like, really, if you're in the cruiserweight division, who, what, do you have, in fairness, you have 10 guys you can wrestle? Roundabout? Is that a fair is number? Is that many? I, I, I think I'm pushing it. I think 10 is too many. Yeah. So, you know, really you know, pushing so, it. So, you know, if you look at, you know, what a guy like Cody's doing, making that money out there, I don't know if there's that kind of money for Aries, but, you know, probably maybe something in the ballpark. Like, you never know. Um, yeah. But, no, I think, um, like, if you look at 205, um, you know, Trezal in a really good spot right now. Um, you know, Cedric Alexander who, you know, has, for my money right now, the best gift going on the internet with him stomping the shit out of that chair on Noam Dar. Like, that was amazing. Um, hmm. Noam Dar, you know, cutting ties with Alicia Fox. Like, one thing about the Cruiserweight division, even if they're pigeonholed, I think they're treating guys okay. I, I really think so. Um, you know, I, I'd say as far as being next up, because it would be one of those three guys. self-contained. Yeah. So they don't. They. I just. Yeah. They. They treat guys okay because. Well, it's like well within this self-contained. Ain't guys treat them bad. You know, but if it was more crossover like it was back in the day, those guys would be getting. You know, would be fodder for. For heavyweights. Good thing that it's not back in the day. But yeah, so yeah, I haven't seen two hundred five live yet. So, um, but I did so, see yeah, that gift yeah, and uh, the shit out of and heard. Um, uh, yeah, and I think we talked about him. Like, if he got like Cedric Alexander has a, has a really good look, has a really good physique, um, moves well, doesn't look undersized at his weight. Like, you know, I don't know how this thing's gonna check out with Tozawa. Tozawa has really just has a lot of fire and a lot of charisma. Um, so, Kylan, if I was going to say, like, if I had to pick one guy, I, I pro- I'm probably biased by saying Cedric Alexander because I really dig, like, his look and his moves. But him, Tozawa, and, and Noam Dar, I think, are in a good spot. But, but Neville is the tent pole in that division. And, you know, everything that he does from talking to wrestling, like, like, earns him that spot. Like, he is the measuring stick in that division already. So, Austin Aries leaving sucks um, for depth of the division, but um, they didn't – like, the top is still the top, and that's still Neville to me. 
Right. Like, it's a reason they have, like, 205 Live for kind of rarely, not rarely, you know, they they rarely have tag matches. Yeah. You know, like, if you'll see, okay, yeah, Noam Dar and, and, and this guy will team up against Cedric Alexander and, you know, jack out her or something. But that's rare because they just don't have the bodies. I think it's like seven. I think the division's like eight deep, maybe. So, um, and I'm not talking about like, I guess like Lindsay Dorado or, you know, those types of guys. They come in and out, but guys that you see every week. What you got? About eight of them. TJP, Kendrick, uh, Swan, Alexander, Dar, Mustafa Ali. Uh, Neville, Tazawa. Did I say Kendrick at first? Cause I meant yeah, now. but you didn't say Gallagher. Uh, and Gallagher there's another brown guy. Uh, uh, the old Dakota one. Chain. Oh, uh, which one call his brother? Um, Dov- Davari, yeah. Uh, so, Ted, yeah, so you were right. They got so, like 10, 11 yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I, I'd say one of those three guys, Trav, but but Neville is still the uh, the bar, as it were. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anything else on your mind, Kylan? Yeah. Uh, my uh, my other question for this week concerns the WWE Raw Tag Team Division. Now that the now that the Hardy Boys lost the thirty minute Iron Man match on Sunday, and no other baby faces have been laid out for Sheamus and Cesaro to face, who do you see as being? the next group or groups of challengers that may lie ahead for Seamus and Cesaro. I don't know if the Hardys are necessarily... Well, I doubt they'll get something right away, so... So I still have to answer the question. Um, I don't know. They have a lot of heels to heel tag teams. All the interesting teams, at least. All the ones I can think of. Revival, the, the, the Good Brothers, the, the Gallows and Anderson. Uh, obviously, the champions, Seamus and Cesaro. And then there's the Hardys. And, you know, New Day's not there anymore. Who are the other teams on Raw? What the hell? Damn. So, I was, as we were talking about the Cruiserweight thing, like, I wanted to Uh talk about the tag team situation because, first off, like, credit the the bar. Um, Sheamus and Cesaro are really good. And... Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly when it happened, but they're they're really good. Um, and Seamus has never been a bad wrestler, and Cesaro's always been a really really good wrestler. 
but they are a good, bruising, aggressive heel team. They really are. Um, Seamus doing little things like not doing the uh, hit you in the chest ten times thing. And, you know, credit the Hardys, too. The Hardys are a 1,000 years old, and they put on, you know, uh, two-thirds of a really, really good 30-minute match, you know. Um, And credit WWE for the logic of them having a 30-minute match the night before. They might have, I mean, you know, the finish of that match uh, was, was good. I think there were times when it was just like, yo, Matt Hardy can't bend over at the waist anymore. Like, he can't. But for whatever his limitations are, he was good. Um, but it just made sense for them to have that epic 30-minute match that they almost won and for them the next night to lose to a high-quality tag team like Gallows and Ayers. It just made Who sense. Who needed that you know win? I mean? You know, like, oh, gosh, yeah. these guys got to win this match. Like, <sighs> <laughs> and Matt would have eked out a eked out a win there. I think yeah, Gallows and Anderson are done. Like, so yeah. So going in, I was What's going to happen is Kylan, if he's been paying attention, Kurt Angle's going to find out that he's either Jason Jordan or Chad Gable's dad, and they're coming over to Raw, and that's who's going to feud with the Bar. So, come on, like, have you been watching the show or? <laughs> but no, um, it's interesting. They actually did uh, wrestle as a team last night in the uh, in the dark match. Yeah. Uh, and I think and then Gable had a solo match uh, on SmackDown. So did he? You know, I, I think that might be. I, that's what that's what I heard. I have not seen all of SmackDown. Um, but yeah, they had a dark match, and so like to me, like there are. You know, all your teams save for the Hardys at this point because Enzo and Cass broke up. Um, all your teams save for the Hardys are heel teams, unless I'm missing somebody. Oh, Rhino and Slater are there. Um, so let me yeah, take anything away from them. They are there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's that's two face tag teams. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think, again, the rise of the Usos uh, coupled with the need to try to keep the new day fresh, um, change the dynamics on SmackDown, and and plus, let's not forget about the advent of Brizongo, who are doing good work. So, I mean, it would make sense for American Alpha to come over. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be the weirdest thing if we find out that like, it's really a uh, Jason Jordan, the Kurt Angle kid storyline, or even Gable. Like, that's going to be so strange. But it's funny because. If, if you've been watching them, like if Vince took a look down at NXT and saw them wrestle, it might have been on his mind the whole time. Like, who knows, right? Uh, but, yeah, they, they, they how, how all jokes aside. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay, that's that was kind of where I was going. Like, uh, how much of that is, like, yeah, it's a joke, but is there, like, 15% where you're like, eh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. The only thing happens, I'm not shocked. Like, it's the most, I think that's one of the most, like, heavily perpetrated jokes out there as far as, like, you know, out there in, in the Twitterverse. Like, people have been talking about Jason Jordan being uh, Kurt Angle's kid, and, like, mm-hmm. it's like WWE uh, 2K18, pretty much outside of the, uh, you know, Jordan's signature where he runs, does the uh, 
shoulder tackle in the corner, and then hits you with the uh, overhead belly to belly. Outside of that, his move set is Kurt Angle's move set, and he doesn't have the Olympic slam, but he has like the the ankle lock. No, he does have the Olympic. Even slam, when he, and he has the ankle even lock. when he, uh, well, even Jordan though, like when he uh, takes the strap down, does a move and he pops up and he's got the you know when he's flexing, whoa, you know, just that excited kind of scream. It's totally hurt. Like, yeah. It's a reason, yeah, the joke worked because there's not just the the physical attributes. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess. But it's more <laughs> the, the wrestling style and the mannerisms that and he's just a cornball, you know, curses, you know, big old cornball. Yeah, yeah, it's the reason it worked. And, you know, still around, and now we're thinking this major, major storyline is going to be somehow possibly uh, based on that. Uh, what are your, uh, what are your favorite, or yeah, I guess, what are your leading ideas no, for I, what's going to really, happen? All I have is it being sometimes an American Alpha King. I have not thought any deeper about it. Um, only because, like, we haven't had any real, like, backstage stuff. I hope it has nothing to do with Stephanie and Triple H. I hope, yeah. hope, hope that that's not it. I really um, do, And you hope Kurt's isolated from that. Like, I know we'll talk about Samoa Joe's amazing Monday night. And, like, just like we've been talking about for weeks, like, it seems like Brock respects Samoa Joe or – Heyman respects him enough to be in Brock's ear about him because their interaction's so good. And, uh, you know, like, the fact that Brock shakes Kurt's hand when they come into the ring and there's no intimidation, there's no questioning his authority, they just kind of go with it, um, you know, just speaks to where Kurt stands, you know, with the champ. And so you hope they don't drag him down into anything that, like, you know, takes away from his character. But you also want to see him do fun stuff. So I really think there's a chance it has something to do with the Alphas. Um, that, that's really kind of all I have to go on at this point. Yeah, um, the 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 top, the top ones, because it sounds like it's a possible love interest, uh, the mm-hmm. two kind of standout explosive ideas that I've heard was, one, that it's Dixie Carter, or two that it's a man, that it's and it's somebody we know. It's another I've maybe wrestler. <laughs> yeah, um, and somebody made a good, a relatively decent, uh, a decent uh, argument for for the language that Kurt used while on that phone call. You know about how the person was brave as well. Like if it's just. A, a woman that we don't know or, or even that we do unless she's also married. You know, it's like, it's, you just start going, why are we doing this? Like, if it's, you know, or it could just be something completely swerve. Yeah, we got you. We got it's you. not a secret lover or anything like that. It's, like you said, it be a secret lover from 25 years ago. <laughs> Jason Jordan's for having that animal and, style, or 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 we're gonna do this the uh, in the soaps they call it Sor Soras Soras 
sudden onset rapid aging syndrome. <laughs> they could just be like, yeah, no, this is the love child between Kurt and Charmel mm-hmm. from you know, 05. And even though he should be 12, he's 24. You know, he's just <laughs> yep. doubled his age. Now, I was already like, <laughs> but the white talk about it. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk to somebody else. Uh, Who's this, Willis? Wait, you know what? If that is, well, wait, let me see. Is that you, Willis? Do you see any new numbers? Yeah, on what's going on, Pete? Oh, all right, hold, Willis, hold, hold on, Willis, and we're, we're doing good, but hold on. So we got an email from uh, from Johnny. Hi, Johnny. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even click on. Don't do the Todd Martin thing. Uh, I didn't. I didn't even see the thumbnail, and he's on the on the thumbnail. So it's John. Yeah, whatever. This guy, Wild Man Willis, on the Toy Hunters TV show, and he says Willis from from DC on the TV show Toy Hunter at the nine nine seventeen mark. So we're gonna watch. Go to the nine minute mark. Uh-huh. So how did your mom not, like, 
all those years, for 20 years, not throw that shit out or make you sell it or whatever, sell it herself. Because my mom know I like to collect stuff, and she likes to collect records. Okay, yeah, yeah, clearly. Right, right, right. So, so mm-hmm. that started, like, when you were little, when you had Sky Commanders, you were like, you know what, I'm going to keep this nice. And <laughs> well, <laughs> one day, were you, like, 10? A lot of a lot of that stuff I have, I thought about collecting in high school. Hmm. So, but you still had you, your stuff from when you were little. Yeah, yeah, I still had a lot of stuff from, from when I was a little, and a lot of stuff I had bought. They used to have a a, a used toy store up in Maryland. I used to go to, so I got a lot of stuff from him as well. Damn, that's thorough. Yeah. So I'm going to watch the whole segment later, but yeah. Um, yeah, um, just, I guess, uh, what's the damn, what's it called on YouTube? Uh, it's Toy Hunter Season 1, Episode 13. So, yeah. And it's you can just on YouTube. Or go yeah, to Willis' can, page. Well, yeah, just go to Wild Man Willis Reviews, and I have a playlist that says me on Toy Hunter. Cool. So anyway, good shit. Uh, what's on your mind for this week? How's it going? Well, I enjoyed the pay-per-view, but I got one issue about it. Mm-hmm. The fact that basically Roman Reigns tried to kill somebody with a damn truck. And <laughs> they basically did a, a double, almost like a double turn. And on Monday night, they didn't follow up on it or nothing. Roman Reigns just came out. Kurt Angle ain't do nothing about it. He was fair, Willis. Kurt was a little perturbed. They absolutely did follow up on it, though. They they absolutely did. Now, if if there's a criticism of Roman Reigns, it was his delivery when he tried to explain it. Because what they told him was, they were like, dog, after what you did to Braun Strowman, why do you think you deserve a title shot? And Roman said, are you kidding? Like, you guys are from the Attitude Era. You know how it goes. When he should have said, like, look, you tried to drown everybody with a milk truck, Kurt, and Brock, you beat the shit out of a one-legged guy. Like, there was a way to express that what he did wasn't extreme in the context of wrestling. I think, Trev, on Sunday night, like, you, Bruce, and Wayne brought up the fact that Stone Cold was dropping buses. From uh, from cranes yeah, and blowing them up. He's dropped dropped in, in construction equipment yeah. onto buses that expo- uh, then exploded. <laughs> yeah. Like Hogan putting everybody at risk. Not just one guy in a truck in Yeah, so like you know, there was a way to explain it. So they did follow up, but if you're going to critique like that, Roman didn't. He didn't quite follow up properly on that. Um, there, there's a way to right, say, and and you know, and the idea the of like. And the best thing was Bruce's explanation. Like, if you're going to play one part real, you got to play the other part real. Like, if you're going to play the drama with Braun being in there and busted up and the jaws of life and all that, well, if the fire department comes, why aren't they going? What happened? Um, sorry, but we got to, you know, we got to call our guys across town and get the whatever precinct down here. Um, but you. That is one thing where where it's like it is wrestling, and we have seen this a lot 
and I was going over it with uh, <laughs> the dude I work with at work, Brandon, a young guy, and he don't watch wrestling, never really did. And um, I was giving them just examples of car-related or whatever, and they just, the most of them happened between 98 and 2001. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, then he filled this thing up with cement, and oh, he ran over to one guy's with a monster truck. Uh, remember JBL like just tried to hit John Cena, like set him up, and then just <laughs> tried to run him over, like or Batista yep. maybe it was. No, it was Cena. I think it was Cena. Well, I forgot like, that should be running the damn blood because Rikishi did that shit to Austin. Rikishi, I told him, yeah, I was like Rikishi ran over Austin, <laughs> even though that was some. We'll figure it out later, bullshit. You know, as if they had Rikishi uh, <laughs> 1999, so, you know, November 99 in their mind a year later or whatever to be, you know, the guy that did it. No. Um, yeah, so we, we've seen a ton of car stuff. Oh, and then I had to get into DX, going to. Nitro explained that whole thing to him. He's just like, what? <laughs> Holy shit. Like they had to get a permit to drive that thing across town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. of cars. The line. Oh, uh, Kane, the line. remember when, 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 when Kane squiggled through this roof of the roof of the limo and Shane set him up and popped out and uh, sent it under the other trailer and Ripped the roof off. Right. Fence blowing up in the thing a week later, having to erase that from from history. And we're coming up on the 10 years of, of that, so that'll be fun to revisit. But so, yeah, so me, that's my point. It's a lot of cars. Uh-huh. You just kind of go, eh, you know. Mm-hmm. To me, the whole highlight of all Raw last night, I mean Monday night, when Roman started talking about he deserved a title shot and brought. I think he did not emphasize that joint. I think he was for real with that joint. He said, "You don't deserve shit." <laughs> yeah, and they, man, everybody in that segment was just so good. Um, Willis, I don't know if you saw, but I have that. Uh, I'll retweet it right now. I have a gift of that, and it's yeah, just, I seen uh, it. yeah, and I think I captioned it like. I'm I'm I worked hard and I went to school and I'm good to people and I deserve the best things in life and then Brock comes up you don't deserve shit and it's just and then like <laughs> Heyman place with the shock and then Kurt just standing there like looking off to the space it was so good um I mean there's just something about guys who respect each other like I think Samoa Joe being like you know I had your number you know. I can hang with you. You know I can beat you. You know you got away with the win. Heyman stressing that he'd rather Brock fight Roman Reigns, but not saying that explicitly. And then Brock saying, no, I don't want Roman Reigns. Samoa Joe thinks he got me. I want Samoa Joe. Like, everybody was just so good in that exchange. Um, again, it, it it feels like main event wrestling. You know, like it feels like guys in the main event fighting, like it, it was just really good. But yeah, I think it's taken Joe, Joe's aggression and Joe's delivery to bring that out in Brock. And it's it's the best out of Brock because that's not how Goldberg 
talks. You know, Goldberg doesn't talk like despite Goldberg talks like it's a main event wrestling match, which is great. But but this is what I'd rather see from Rock, and I think uh, yeah, it was just great. But that was, well, you're right. That was the apex of the segment when he told him that. I, I agree entirely. <laughs> and then Joe was like, Roman, you ain't got no right to talk. You got your ass whipped last night and lost. And he said, you need to get Oh. But, I mean, his well, retort was good, though. He was like, I'm what? the one that lost. Do you see Braun Strowman? Like, that was, it was good. Like, everybody was really good. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was the best thing. Like, I didn't way. really like <laughs> Roman's, I didn't particularly like Roman's uh, talking night. Like, I just, like, that segment could have been, just as great with that. If he wasn't out there, like he was expendable in that segment. But that was a fire line when he said, uh, "Yeah, but I'm, where's where's Braun?" You know, like, and that was the point. Like, yeah, that's why you book those kinds of wins or those kinds of losses for somebody. <laughs> you know, where the kind of thing, like, you know, where you're not pinned or submitted. Yeah, you lost, but I jumped into the back of a. Limo or back of an ambulance. I was laughing like shit at that the end of that match because that shit looked like straight out. (laughs) I bet you were. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, uh, y'all, I thought he was going to spear them both. Like he was going to hit the spear, and Braun was just going to fly back into the into the uh, limb uh, ambulance, and he was either going to go with him. And somehow it's a double, whatever, and uh, we're not done with this. Uh, they're not finished with each other yet. Um, or he'd just spear and Brock, Braun would go back and he'd and he'd win that way. But Braun sidestepped his ass and was like, nope. <laughs> not today, right. but he definitely got his. Uh, and one serious topic I think we need to bring up is this mess with. Yeah, Rio and, and uh, Patron or whatever the fuck his ass called Sebastian Page. I knew Kyler was going to bring that up, and he did not. Um, Willis, where do you want to start, man? Like, do you want to start with him threatening the WWE crew uh, like a week or two back, um, telling them when like, they came come down have last come night, to my restaurant and I'll beat you up? Like, okay. Yeah. okay. What do you like? But you know what? I kind of took that as impact global wrestling champion just talking noise because they're in his yard. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Yeah, trying to get some people to come to his goddamn restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. I was was trying to find where it was. And then there's this thing with him, like, there's a domestic violence issue at the airport, and everybody thinks he's beating on Paige. Come to find out, they got into an argument with a woman, and the woman slapped him, maybe. Like, it's... uh, you know, I don't really understand, given the context of what's happened over the last year, if I'm a Jeff Jarrett who keeps calling people out of their money, I, eventually I'm going to say, you know, I might want to walk the straight and narrow if I'm going to keep stealing from everybody. But he's just been in, like, Del Rio's been in trouble or around trouble pretty solidly for the last year, year and a half, with the last big thing being when they were overseas and he fights his brother in jail. Like, right. But, I, I don't but know you heard it, man. But like, go ahead. I'm sorry. They um they had the audio of Paige talking, 
And she was talking about he been following me around for days. I'm sick of him. He been on coke for two days. And you know, Global Force then suspended him indefinitely. Yep. Right they after did. he joined uh, Mexican yep. America or whatever their, uh, or LAX or whoever they got as their, uh, you know, Latin group right now. But yeah, like that just happened on Thursday. Like they, he was, he was already the champion, but he was in the big closing segment after beating Lashley, after, you know, getting out of that match. Yeah. And so they suspended him, like, on. Yeah, that shit just came out today. They, yeah. they made it, okay, actual statement. <sighs> and and Paige's brother came, um, came out on, on Instagram and, and wrote a post saying she, He's been beating on her for a while, but they just can't get her away from him because she don't want to leave. Because <sighs> I've seen a picture of her recently. She don't look right. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah, unfortunately, these things happen. Or these types of relationships exist. If 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 all that's to be to be believed, and at this point, do we have reason not to believe it? Uh-huh. Like Cam said, it's we've a- got like two years worth of like running, you know, running reason to to you know, yeah, it's yeah, it's it sucks, it's sad. Yeah, and she and at the end of his post, he said. My biggest fear that she'll end up like Whitney Houston. Damn. Yeah. Because you know they had found a whole bunch of bruises and stuff on her, and her her and her daughter died the same way. They thinking it was um her daughter's boyfriend that had did that to both of them, but they don't have any proof so. That's just a hot mess going on right there. But I'm curious what they're going to do for SummerSlam, what the main event going to be, because I won't be brokenhearted if it's going to be Roman versus Brock at SummerSlam. I'm going to be like, God damn, when I got good seats and didn't have to pay yeah, home late I mean, the ticket, I, I, I'll be I still think that's I still think that's where they, they're going, but it's also looking like they could – be setting up for a for a fatal four way, right? And so. with all the ankle stuff going on, you know who I think it is. I think it's who? going to be Dixie Carter. Yeah, going to come on the TV and she's going to run her way to try to be the code general manager, and that's how they're going to start the shit with. Oh my God! If Dixie. Oh my god. I'm not ready for that. Can you that, imagine? Dog. I'm not ready for that. Can you imagine? Like No. Dixie Carter on T V every week, on W on Raw every week, making decisions and trying to be You know she don't know any better, so she would just be try to be Stephanie and not be as good. Mm-hmm. Or maybe surprisingly be be better at it. Cause you know, but you know where we're all going to be next week, right? It's going to be in Nashville. Yeah, 
Come on. Oh, my Come God, on. I did not Come know on. that. Why are they doing this? <laughs> Ow. Oh, and, and, and I know the only reason why she got in the way she did, because that's how the hardies got the deal to be broken. Well, but Dixie Carter ain't got shit to do with Anthem. He no. still has some. She still has some. She still got some shares in that joint, even though she shared it. But remember but why would they when? Care? But that's not them getting anything. If Dixie gets to go on WWE and get a check from them and be a TV star. But remember when they at? was doing? But remember when they was doing all the broken stuff? That was before Dixie had sold it to Anthem. That was under her watch. That wasn't under Angela's watch. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm not opposed to it being Dixie. It's just surreal and just like, man, it's not Bischoff be showing up on Raw in 02 or anything, but, I mean, it's, it's right under that. Just in this level of surreal, like, just you never thought you'd see anything so absurd. I got on Twitter just to call Dixie Carter an idiot. Like back in 2010, I think. It's like, you know what? I'm going to get on Twitter because I would always hear Dixie Carter's on Twitter, blah, 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 saying this, saying that. Like, well, maybe I'll be able to, like, get a point across. And, and, and then the other rumor was that Kurt Angle was going to come out and say that um, Chad Gable is his son. That's the other rumor yeah. I heard. It's supposed to be one of the other. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that. I, uh, I fuck it. I'd like them to both be his son. His sons. <laughs> Some type of way. Some type of way. I don't give a fuck. I'll suspend the shit out of my disbelief <laughs> to make that work. <laughs> did, did anybody go see Spider-Man? Can't I saw it did. last night, man. Was and was your thing? Was your was your meme? Was your gift meme right, Cam? Like, is that like real? About a hitting that. fire stick no, at seven twenty? No, I don't think it has. Um, no, it is. Um, wow. Like it's yeah. Oh, and and shut the fuck up with spoilers, Willis. Not because of me. No, for everybody. Yeah. I'm not going to no spoilers. Wait, wait, who? Oh, it's that's very, not you. Is that Darrell that'll come on uh, here and be like, all right, no spoilers, and then it'll come on and yeah. tell you. No, it is uh, that's a very good movie. Um, Tom Holland killed it. They have great cameos. Um, you know, the uh, like, how do you make Spider-Man interesting after, you know, five movies? Uh, but And they just knocked it out the park. And just his relationships and the environment. It's the first time you felt like Spider-Man was really in New York, doing New York. Right. Things. Somebody said. Um, somebody said Vulture is the best villain in the MCU so far. Just because I, I, would, I would disagree. Being. I would disagree because I think there are so many movies you have to dissect. But he was very, very okay. good. Michael Keaton is very good. Uh, just Vulture's. Backstory and why he was doing like I think the MCU's done, done a great job of giving villains motivation, um, yeah. and Michael Keaton is just he was fantastic, and 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say stuff without saying stuff, Travis, but it's to me it's already the best Spider Man movie. Because I'm that person who okay. never thought Spider Man two was what people said it was. Um and Spider Man one was fine, Spider Man three was terrible, amazing one and two or whatever. But this is that good. It's Spider Man at fifteen years old, being a fifteen year old, reacting like a fifteen year old and it just it's the first time it was a living, breathing world around him, I thought. Uh, I just you, really enjoyed the movie. It's very good. You know what this Spider-Man reminds me of? It's basically a live-action version of the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon that everybody liked. Yeah, it really is. The one from it's the really early, like, from like... Uh, no, not The one from like 07, 08? Yep, that no. one. What, from 08? Yeah. Yeah, that's when okay, it came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I'm thinking the one with the, the kid from Brady Bunch. But, no, it, it's very, that's a very, very that good movie. And, you know, one of the biggest criticisms that I didn't really think about, because I was, you know, I'm a kid when the first Spider-Man movie comes out, the first Tobey Maguire movie. But, you, like, you know how much they take you take away from Spider-Man when you give him organic web shooters? Like it takes away from Spider-Man a whole lot. It does. Because my mom the way that Peter Parker is a scientist. You know, like right. wait, 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 wait. Say what's your thing? It takes away wait, set okay, that up giving or him, kind of giving, yeah, giving him organic web shooters takes away from the fact that he's a scientist. I so disagree. I hate the fact that yo, when I first saw the things coming out of his arms in Spider Man, the one the Toby Maguire one, I was like, Yes, they're not stupid add-ons that he snapped on that could be broken, that could be, you know, like he's a spider. He fucking creates it. No, what happens is... Right. Right. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's <laughs> no. part, but I always no, just personally hated the, like, snap-on wrist slingers. Like, yeah, but not even... It's not the aesthetic of it that I'm talking about, though. Like... No, no, don't I, don't, get, I don't care yeah. about the aesthetic that it's there, physically there. Yeah. I hate the fact that it's a thing that can be then used... They can run out. They can malfunction. They can be broken. If you're a villain, go for his wrist. That's just that. That was some of his best moments in the comic book when his stuff yeah. ran out and he had to run away. Because then he has to. Yeah, you have to. You get the mind of Spider-Man when things go bad. Like that's that's. I'm saying it can run out naturally. Movie. Like a spider can't shoot silk out his ass and can just continuously. Yeah. But <laughs> you no, know, they, but um, it just. Made sense. Like, if you want to do this biological thing, like he's this way because of genetics or radiation back in the day, like, then he's a spider man. He does whatever a spider can. And spiders create. So you want him to have silk. So he needs four more. He needs two more legs, two more arms for you? You don't got to go that far. Okay. So, and the cool thing about the movie that you'll see, they do find a happy medium between the traditional and in that movie, and I'll kind of leave it at that. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just really good. And I think the you'll enjoy the cameos a whole lot. And it was funny. Like, it was a really, really funny movie, and it was fun, and kids can watch that. Just just really yeah. good. I don't really have any any complaints about so it. So it wasn't so, Iron Man 4? No, um, but... Tony Stark's definitely Big Brother. It was not Iron Man 4. Iron Man did not 
influence things so much to where he was the hand of God in the movie. But he's, I mean, their relationship um, is very, um, and it's not even, it's not symbiotic. Of course, you don't say symbiotic with Spider-Man. But no, I mean, he needed a guiding force. He needed a reason why uh, Peter Parker exists as a, but somewhere between ground level and Avenger level superhero. Like you need an explanation for that. Uh, I don't know, Tony Stark. The, the inclusion of Tony Stark was cool, and that's all I can say about that because I'm going to ruin things okay. for you that you'll really enjoy. Yeah, 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 no problem. Right. It had I had a tear in my eye from the opening credits because it did something I've been waiting for ever since they did the first Spider-Man movie is to play the song. Yeah. Hmm. What the old school Spider-Man, Spider-Man, that's... Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I was like, I was like, once they did it, I was like, I already know this is going to be the best Spider-Man movie just because they respecting the history of Spider-Man more than the other ones. <laughs> well, can I ask you, did you see, was J.D. Smooth in the movie? Who? J.B. Smooth from uh, The Comedian. From, uh, from you talking about Thursday. Donald Glover? No, hell no. Donald Glover. I don't know who Donald Glover is. <laughs> J.B. Smooth. <laughs> what the fuck? J.B. Smooth, person? remember in Pootie Tang, Irene had him all hemmed up. She put that thing on him. I ain't never watched no damn Pootie Tang. The title of long term. Oh, now. okay. He's, okay, so I don't think, I don't know if that was in the movie. He was in the, uh... Oh no, he just did uh, um his driving test. This was in the this was a part of the uh trailer. So he wasn't actually in the movie. Okay. So that's that. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just waiting for the scene. What who and all is Dean gonna turn on um Seth so they can end up having a three way against the Miz at SummerSlam or what the hell are they gonna do with that? I don't know. And I'm now, curious funny, Willis, We talked about, um, and not to cut you off, but we talked about how Raw doesn't have face tag teams. There's your face tag team. Who? Being in the, in the the There's your face tag team. Mm. Oh. Yeah. We all know that's eventually going to be a heel turn. Being going to sure, be shit out him. of him. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I'm not convinced of that. They don't have nothing else to do with the boy, because he done fought Miz just as much as John Cena fought fucking Randy Orton. So they gotta do something. So it's it's gonna be an interest. The bill for SummerSlam gonna be very interesting. And one more thing before y'all let me go, if you get a chance. Listen to Jim Ross' podcast that came out today. He got Lita. Um, Jim Ross's podcast. He's got Lita okay. and um, Medusa on it, and they talking about the um, May Young tournament. And they talking about nice. some of the girls, some of the girls that they gonna have on the on the show, because they say it's gonna premiere um, on August the 29th. At, they trying to do it after SummerSlam. And they're going to run, like, four episodes um, back to back to back and then another set, and then they're going to do the live show for it in September. 
for the semifinals and the finals. So they say they got women. They say they got women from all over the world. They say they even got their first. Get that, but action. So they're going to have. I mean, I mean, remember the cruiserweight classic was a ten week, like ten weeks, right? Yeah. Mhm. I guess it had already started by now. Into July, it had already ran all summer. Right, that's right. It ran all summer, and and right, it was like right after NXT. I remember when it ended. It was like, oh man, like <laughs> get so used to it. Like, so that I, I actually like that format better than dumping them four at a time. Like, first off, like don't make me watch four in the week. Like, four episodes. I got to sit here for four. Hours. Like, it's already so much. Right. You know, it's already so much, like already so much just to keep up with the regular TV. You know, seven hours if you watch everything, seven and a half hours. Talking smack if you even want to include that. Then throw four more hours on top of that. God damn it! Yeah, that's what they do. And you want to want to keep up? You don't want to be lost in the sauce and. Right, Jim Ross said they're supposed to be starting the tape in a, a week or two. So they just going to tape them and go through it and just, they say they don't want to um, take away from anything from um, NXT and um, the SummerSlam build-up. Yeah, I so guess. There is less buzz around. I mean, people are excited, but it's the people you would expect to be excited. Right. I think the Cruiserweight, I think the Cruiserweight Classic had, I mean, going into it, there was just so much, so much buzz. And then they kissed it now all the way to 205. Like, oh, yeah, no, I can't wait to watch this. Sure, it'll be, you know, quality stuff, so. All right, man, good stuff. All right, see ya. Later, man. Willis from D.C., everybody. Um, all right, so speaking of, he brought up, uh, Put up. Uh, was it this email? Oh yeah, Miz and Ambrose facing everybody, each other a bunch. So it reminded me of Kyle Ooh. Kyle's uh, email that he just just sent in a few minutes ago. Uh, all right, so. Okay, so Kyle, I'm going to have to, like, for starting now, just send new emails, <laughs> you know, completely separate, you know. Like, it doesn't need to be the old Donald Trump Jr. chain email. They don't have, <laughs> you know, it's kind of, yeah. Like, I think it's almost, yeah, he's just got them all connected, so. Um so, so before I get to the one for this week, let me, he did have one from last week. And I was looking for, like, where the hell is this other email? But it's in, since he sent the new one, it's all connected. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, so last week he said, hey, guys, Kyle uh, from Kansas City, sorry for the late email. It was so late that we had already ended. So uh, he says, were you shocked the Usos referenced the page tape in the rap battle? I popped for it. How do you feel they're presenting? Oh, that's a new one. Uh, so, yeah, so um, 
guess we can kind of run through this one quickly because we definitely talked about it. Um, I mean, shocked in the sense that you had to know what he was talking about to get it. So, you know, it's not they they weren't super blatant or over the top with graphic or anything like that. Yeah, they even said R-rated, not X-rated. X, yeah, I was like, really? Them zoom? Did you see? Did you see them close-ups? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and did you see the hard camera and see how the man was getting them close-ups? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel they're treating presenting gender? He says the same promo week after week uh, does them no favors. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I agree. It's the same promo, and it does him no favors. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that he feuded with Randy Orton for the third month is does him no favors. Does him no favors. <laughs> does him no favors. Uh, he says, get out of that. He continues. I thought. Yeah. He continues. I thought the scene of return was underwhelming. Um. Oh, that was it. Uh, I went back and watched it. Um. It was. I thought it was. I, I didn't think Rusev, to continue it, did himself any favors uh, with the promo exchange. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. It was just. It was fine, but it's leading to a flag match. So, yeah, but it's like, well, if you're going to get a flag match, how great should the build be to that? Fifth from the top. Well, maybe third since it's Cena, but it should be. Damn, fifth from the top. It was a much better build to uh, Cena's potential SummerSlam match come uh, <laughs> last night. It was a much better build. Um, let's see where that gets. We were even uh, talking about AJ winning the title, winning the U.S. title at a house show. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Then he continues. I thought Cena's return. Oh no, I I'm really looking forward to Joe and Lesnar. Uh, just some talking points for you guys. And then this week he says, hey, guys, Kyle Love can't from Kansas City. I thought, despite its name, Great Balls of Fire was an excellent show. The worst match, in my opinion, was Miz and, and Ambrose, but that's because we've, we've seen it 387 times. And now after we've witnessed attempted murder, Braun has to be cemented as a babyface now. Uh, okay, so I ran those two topics together. Everybody was playing double um, Yeah, Great Balls was a great show. Uh, Ms. Ambrose was, was was a fine match, but like you said. Yeah, that's a low light, though. You know, they those guys need to get away from each other. They're both really good, and they need to be good with other people. Yeah. Uh, and what about Braun being a babyface since we've seen attempted murder, or at least attempted manslaughter? That's a, that's a double turn to me. It was, like, the way that he won was how uh, a heel would outsmart a face, <laughs> you know. Um, Roman's reaction to losing like that is how a heel would react. Um, but, I mean, in fairness, like me driving you into a wall with an ambulance ain't no different than you pushing me off, uh, like uh, pushing me off or, uh, what, uh, the dock when I'm on a stretcher. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is what yeah. we do to each other, so I'm not – all of a sudden, treating you How quickly we forget. Like, ain't nobody called mm-hmm. the cops on Braun when he pushed him over in the damn ambulance or threw him off the dock. That's what y'all did. It's no respect. Mm. 
Like, even just turning over an ambulance, like, even if no one was in it, that's a crime. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's disturbing the people, that's please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and he continues, uh, then Brock Joe. Wow. Everything it was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, that's really a concise, uh, pithy way of, 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 and that's kind of what we talked about on the roundtable. Like, it, 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 it was, it was exactly what it needed to be for, for, for what they wanted to do, which was make a bona fide star, main event star out of Joe and make him strong, but also make you go, wow, Lesnar is a beast. He had his toughest or one of his toughest challenges and, you know, Got out of it, you know, clean, and mm-hmm. you know, even had to deal with shenanigans and heel tactics at the beginning, and still came through. So the hero, badass one, and the badass heel looked like a badass heel even in losing, and then it kind of looks, mm-hmm. kind of looked fluky, like oh, he just, you know, got hit, you know, got caught him. So yeah, it was everything it needed to be. Uh, everything was supposed to be. Um, he says, though Raw and SmackDown were just uh, okay, nothing special. And SmackDown more, because that was good. just fine. You know. Yeah, Raw was fine. Yeah, SmackDown was kind of, uh, SmackDown was 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 kind of boring. Um, he says he actually had a hard time staying awake during the last hour of Raw. He says, hopefully Braun interferes with Roman and Joe, making it a fatal four-way with Lesnar. What the fuck, Kyle? No. People have been saying that, too. No. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. I'd rather see Brock in that, uh, in that arena, man. I'd rather see Brock and Reigns one-on-one or Brock and Joe, mm-hmm. obviously, a rematch. So I do not want to see a four-way. I Brock I not... one-on-one, yeah. And the only way I want to see a four-way is if it's an elimination style. I don't want to. I hate fatal four-ways. Or you know, one fall to a finish, multiple you know, man singles match. Well, that's an oxymoron. Because if it ain't, um, if it's not three guys under like under two hundred and thirty pounds, or it's not ECW, I don't want to see it. Like <laughs> you just need like people don't give. I mean, they do give him credit for it. But Seth Rollins, in that WrestleMania match where he interfered with Roman and Brock, and in that three-way with him, Cena, and Brock, he just created so much movement and was just so athletic and all over the place in those matches. Without that guy in that type of match, I just don't want to see it. Yeah. Yeah, and then when you go the opposite way with that, when you think of, you know, Braun... uh, even though he's uh, obviously quick and agile and all that for his size, but he's still a big, giant guy. And yeah, uh, I wish AJ was the WWE champ, but I'll take him as the US champ. Definitely makes that title relevant. Well, Kevin Owens wasn't some joke off the street. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, uh, I, did I, you I see Spider? We talked about that. Like, I think it was in a good spot. The US title was <laughs> was fine, uh, but. You know, I, I think AJ winning it at a house show shows, like, they understand that that's 
a way to boost up the business if anything can happen on these shows. Um, must have been great being in that crowd that night. I mean, and immediately because of how social media works, there were pictures and videos, and we all kind of knew, and it was a big moment, like, for them, and it was just good stuff. Um, did y'all see Spider-Man? We talked about that. Uh, I thought it was really good. You guys have a good show. Yeah. He says, P.S., could you shout out my SoundCloud? And if not, it's all good. Oh, well, if not, it's all good, then I won't. No, but um Yeah, you gotta pay us for that partner. Great. Um so soundcloud dot com slash the real switch and that's switch with a Y. S W Y T C H. Kyle Love Grandview. Uh from Grandview, Missouri, right outside of Kansas City, comes up and coming fresh face of hip hop, choosing not to curse. Switch brings you the real, as a conscious MC, his focus is on lyrics, bringing subject matter, focusing you, wait, bringing subject matter, forcing you to think. Don't worry, the beats are banging too. Expanding minds is the goal, giving you real music is his passion, real drive, real passion, real is music. So, if any of that um, interested you. Sounded like something you'd listen to. All right, let's play PTSD. Cloud.com slash the real switch. And that's switch with a Y. So go give them a listen and a follow and you know how SoundCloud and all that stuff works. So yeah, so check them out. And again, Kyle, send in a new email in the in the chain. Break the cycle. So alright, cool. Appreciate the email, Kyle, as always. Let's uh, head back to the phone lines. Let's, uh, um, I think it's Mark in Ontario. Mark in Ontario, is that you? Yeah. Hey, Travis. Hey, Cam. How are you guys tonight? Something all right, man. So my first question is, is Kalisto Angle's uh, love child from when he had an affair with Rosa Mendez? Come on. (laughs) 
What are we doing right now? Come on. Also, no. Also, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, do you have any like a real like who like where are you what are you leaning towards that it's uh what it's going to be or who's going to be during the reveal? So, I like the um, American Alpha um, thought process, but um, you know there's an awful lot of talk about Dixie Carter, um, and Lord only knows where that goes. Um, other than that, um, I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's uh, you know a good cliffhanger, and I think it'll be interesting. And I really hope it's not. I really hope it has nothing to do with uh, the authority, because I think yeah. that would be disappointing. Yeah. That would yeah, be I don't want to have. Story. I don't want to have Triple H on TV doing anything besides, you know, repping NXT. Various NXT thing, mm-hmm. or or feuding with a particular wrestler headed into WrestleMania, like he's done for the last mm-hmm. three years. That's yep, it. I agree. <laughs> I don't want him on TV yep. defending Stephanie's honor or pretending to be mad at her and booking his own divorce. <laughs> you don't need to see that. <laughs> Yeah, I heard uh, someone on a podcast talk about um, it actually being Stephanie being unfaithful to uh, Triple H, and I really just don't think that's happening either because that sets up yeah, way too like, much. Yeah, I just don't see them putting themselves in that position. Like they're yeah. so super careful, Triple H especially, to to again. He's like, I'm not going to book my own divorce or or have people even think like, no. Mm-mm. Like, I got, like, his well, back, oldest daughter is old, old enough to know that. Eight, nine, ten years old, however old the first the oldest is. Like, so, no. Nope. This isn't Vince back yeah. in 1998, 99, willing to do all kinds of, or 2002, even, when he wanted to do the, do the, uh, do an incest angle with Stephanie. Or some shit, and she's like, no. So let's hope she's smart enough or, you know, not stupid enough, let's put it that way, to do something like that. Hmm. So, yeah, so Dixie Carter, what about about if it was a guy? What if Kurt came out of the closet and, (laughs) or at least, you know, storyline-wise, and, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I can't even imagine who it would be. But yeah. Oh, who's the uh, uh, who's the wrestler that was with Bob Backlund? Uh, let's make somebody. Oh, Darren Young. Uh, yeah. Darren Young. But see, again, you can't. I don't. I don't think you could. Uh, they would go there. Yeah. You know. Like, like I don't even think they trust themselves to like. Can we? do a storyline like this and week after week and not, like, have Glad or somebody all over our, our yeah, case. Is way we don't fuck this up? Is it possible? Right. And are some of our more hateful fans going to, like, just be like, that's it! 
<laughs> I mean, if we do this well, there are going to be still some pissed off people like, goddamn gay agenda. Yep. Well, that's a real if, uh, if, if Wade's analysis of who's not watching wrestling anymore, all those people are gone. Because uh, apparently they're marketing to women and uh, that type of stuff now. So who knows? I think it'll be kid-friendly at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, doing a gay storyline isn't inherently kid-unfriendly. Gay people like kids. Yeah. Kids like gay people. It's like normal. Here, listen to me. Mm-hmm. And the other anyway, angle that, yeah. um, well, going going back, uh, so last week uh, in VIP, uh, you were asking how long I've, I've been a fan, and uh, you know I've, I I don't have my Austin three sixteen shirt anymore, but uh, that's how far back I go, and I've been consistent ever since. And one of the things I was thinking about was. Uh, when you guys were talking about divorce angles is uh, they did a thing with Trish and Triple H way back when. Well, that's just a historical thing, I suppose. So what, when one of the three quarter in the hammerlock and she was bending over and all that, yeah, with that angle. Okay. Right. And then with the yep. chair and then he falls uh, face first in her crotch. Cause you know, <laughs> and then in the same, you know, <laughs> ecosystem is when Kurt kissed Stephanie, so that all kind of fits around the same time. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I was uh, I voted on your poll uh, today, and I was kind of, uh, you know, the Brock match met my expectations because I thought it would be really good, or I hoped it would be really good, and I think it was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only thing that. Uh, I would have liked to have seen is I'd have liked to have seen Brock pick up uh, Joe after the first F5 and give him, given him another one just to make him look like, okay, I hit my fluke F5 and I'm going to hit it again just to make Joe look even that more stronger. I do that. Um, I see. I totally get what you're saying. But yeah. I also like the idea of, I remember uh, Robert, uh, I think the first major Robert Roode match, the first his first takeover match. Don't remember who it was against, but it was a really above average match. And I'm not trying to be smart by saying it was, but it was a good, mm-hmm. you know, good match. And it ended when the first finishing move was hit. You know, 13, 15 minutes into a match, boom, he hit his, he hit his. You know, jumping DDT deal, and the match was over. I didn't kick out of it a bunch or or block it ever. You know, he hit it, and that was it. And I remember, like, wow, that was great, and tweeting about how one finish, one move. So I, I'm not. Yep. That's fine. Like with me, like you got hit with a guy. You got hit with a finisher after a grueling match and getting beat up and slammed around in Suplex City. That is absolutely acceptable. But also, if he would have been, if, if, yeah, if he would have picked him up and hit him with another one, because he's just not sure, you know, like, yeah, you know, that could have, that, that could have really put, you know, have Cole, like, he didn't know if that, 
you know, he didn't even have faith in his F5. He had to hit him with another one and risk, you know, Joe Counter. Whatever. That could have been the story. But the story they told was absolutely uh, fine and even good and really good. Yeah, it was awesome. Do you, do you think the, uh, NXT uh, is, is on, by the way, and they're mm-hmm. opening with uh, really awesome, from what I can see and not hear, video package chronicling the uh, NXT uh, career of Ciampa and Gargano. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yo, uh, really quick, uh, before we uh, yeah. don't get to talk about it, apparently like that. The big news is that uh, Leo Rush is going to NXT. Mm-hmm. So salute him. And uh, some people speculate it was all about, it all is about that Topanga picture. He got the hey, he's a, he has an hit factor, man. And so take like, him where he needs WWE to go. saw that and and like, all right, we're gonna, we're, I don't know why that would get you know. I mean, he just. You know, if he's bringing Celebrity people out whores, without, uh, yeah, if he's bringing people out without a clout of being tied to one of these big, you know, stables, maybe he is. They're like, okay, we already because they didn't want them apparently, but maybe that made them make that big offer. Like, you know what? Okay, I, I see that you're doing this on your own without us. So let's uh, let's go ahead and lock this kid up. Let's go ahead and seal the deal. Salute yeah. to him and like. They need singles guys who are perceived as being at the top of the card, and I think he'll be he can be that guy fast. Yeah, Mark. Um, yeah. So uh, going back to the Brock match, uh, you know, I thought about your article and uh, various rants uh, when Brock did a side suplex rather than a German, uh, and that, that made me chuckle. So uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Right, um, and it worked. I mean, it wasn't like it was great. He was like, "Ooh, let me pick him up for a side slam." You know, he was just in position and yeah. countered his move and hit him with a side slam. But it was like, look at that. And again, for me, it wasn't all about the moves that he, offensive moves that he executed. It was about him being on defense in a credible way for mm-hmm. a pretty good, good amount of, amount of that time of that match. They said he spent about yeah, what? Really 40, 35% uh, on offense. The rest of the time, he was pretty much on defense. So, yeah. Different, uh, different match than he's been used to having, and did a really good job of it. And who do you guys think uh, he's going to face at SummerSlam? So who, I guess, who goes over on Raw next week? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm thinking Reigns because I, I still think that's what they're, I think they're going to do the, the singles match between Reigns and Brock at SummerSlam, and then do Reigns and yep. Cena at WrestleMania. And Cena, yeah. Yeah, Cena going for 16 plus 1. Uh, so you got to root for. Oh, who do you root for? My goodness. Cena uh, to. Wait, Cena, I'm not saying uh, Roman's going to be the champion. Oh, well, good. Then don't. Because um, Cena doesn't need the 16 <laughs> plus 1. But yeah, um, 
No, yeah. I, you know it would be interesting? Like, let's say that, uh, let's say it is Roman versus Brock for the title at SummerSlam, and then Baron Corbin cashes in his money in the bank at the end of the match. So we don't get it. We don't get another clean finish between Brock and Reigns. And I they mean, can cross friends. I'm planning to do of why Baron Corbin's contract works for the U.S. title or Universal title. Because there's only one suitcase. What? Can't be hogging it all for your one brand. Oh yeah, yeah um, I mean maybe that would be, that would be interesting. Oh, yeah, but beyond that, or besides that, yeah, that that, that does sound like a a pretty cool. So are you saying, yeah, so Baron Corbin is the top guy on on Raw now, and SmackDown loses Baron Corbin. And now they're down to, like, three guys in the main. No, I'm kidding, kind of. And then they can send big cast to SmackDown, so you don't have the redundancy and talent like cuz you remember it was one the question was you know big cast or uh Baron Corbin like who would you rather have at these different points of their career and get him away from Enzo like all right he beat him that should should be the end of that so i'm not even opposed to it cuz it gets a lot it gets some stuff done gives you some movement six Anything else, Mark? Yeah, last thing. And, uh, you know, once again, thank you for taking my call. Um, you know, what do you guys think about the uh, the outcome of the New Day uh, Usos feud in a couple of weeks? Who do you think goes like over? Like who's going to go over ultimately? Um, at, at, at Battleground or whatever the name of the pay-per-view is. Yeah, I mean... Um... I could see something else happening, and then them drawing that out to SummerSlam and having a big tag match yeah. with a with a stipulation at SummerSlam and New Day wins. Yeah, I, th- I think the Usos go over again here, and I do think they stretch it out to uh, stretch it out to SummerSlam. Yeah. By a hook or by a crook, some type of way. Cool. Thank you very much, guys. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Absolutely, Mark. Talk to you, man. Yeah. So, on my Instagram, your boy, your homeboy Marv commented on uh, on uh, the mug that my man Staff got that I posted. You killing it with the selection of branded items, bro. So. Well, hey, we're working hard over here. You know, trying to make things happen. Um. You guys check out uh, com and search Seahawk as we as we oh, uh, segue into it. Yeah, com search Seahawk. Um, you can find uh, all our East Coast cast, South Congress merchandise, um, T-shirts, hoodies, tanks, cell phone cases, coffee mugs, like we said, posters. Um, we actually have a brand new design in there today. Inspired by the old WCW logo, um, we have the IWC uh, T-shirts. Internet wrestling community, I think you guys will like that design. Um, but yeah, and that so, design actually. So is, okay, uh, you you yes. have to incorporate 
the, your your catchphrase in there. I don't know if it goes on the back or what, but you got to put where the big boys complain. Do I somewhere that, do on there? I think so. I don't. I don't know if you sacrifice for. I didn't know, you know where I, you put that. On the back, it's fine. If that's a, well, you if can't, that's an option. With, with you can't oh. put stuff on the back, but we could do it. We could do yeah, it. Yeah, then it would be now. too much. So we'll, uh, on the front, because even yeah. replacing internet, you know, internet wrestling community yeah. with where the big boys, it's still like nah. Like that's yeah, but we can we can back. adjust things. Things can things can be altered. But yeah. Um, and we also have um, another kind of general design on there, uh, lives over likes. Yeah, that's a cool little thing. So, yeah, um, two new designs are 30% off today. So you'll find them uh, for $14 a pop uh, starting at the T-shirts. But, yeah, just uh, check us out, tpublic.com slash uh, or tpublic.com, search uh, Seahawk, and you'll see uh, all the stuff that we have there. Yeah. All right. Um, let's uh, talk to somebody else. You hear about that? Well, it's not like it was a sudden thing. They knew it was going to break. That that piece of uh, Antarctica that broke off? No. That, that's actually happening yeah. now? Jeez. It, it happened One in the time. last few days. It's, it's the size of Delaware. Come on. Not okay, man. We gotta, we gotta get. The same and they're not necessarily saying it's uh, like a climate change. Like type it could have just broke off. Could have, yeah. Like you know, things made of ice. Ice, ice breaks. <laughs> you yeah. know, Delaware could break <laughs> off at any moment. Could've you been, know. To, yeah. But the whole the thing, it's like uh, I don't know, it's a couple trillion tons. It's ridiculous. I'm no. Big it. Watch out if you're, like, sailing a boat around that area <laughs> for whatever reason. In, in, your, uh, in your tank and shorts. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, uh, who are we talking to? Who are we talking to? Ah, Mike was on here, but I guess he, uh. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Well, unless you're just going to have two Saturday shows. 
6 p.m. No, he's doing that in the evening. Yeah, because he's doing one it's like in the Saturday, evening. Yeah, Saturdays at uh, 6 p.m. in the evening. Yeah, so I think the Saturday morning you gotta, show you might you got to say it the right way, too. The, uh, the deep dive. That's how yeah, you got to say it. Deep. Yeah. <laughs> you got to say it deep, and you got to wait three seconds. Deep dive. There you go. Yeah, so the deep. Uh, so which is going to be dive? Rich uh, Van as I, as I will be airing right? uh, soon. But yeah, he's going to be basically, um, as opposed to, and I'm sure he's going to be covering the week in wrestling. But Rich is going to be going in depth uh, each week about kind of a different aspect of uh, you know, of pro wrestling. I think uh, kind of his big thing from the beginning. He's going to talk about the history of uh, the G1 tournament. Um, he's also going to cover things like the Intercontinental Champions who never got world title opportunities and the reasons things like that happen. I'm um, going to be talking about the, uh, you know, different things like, you know, race and stereotypes in wrestling and things that might have caused that as far as the stereotypes go. Um, so, yeah, Rich, uh, if you guys have listened to him before, if you heard him on, uh, you know, on the VIP show with Travis, on the Friday live cast with Bruce, or if you've heard him and Travis covering uh, Emerald City uh, from my uh, South Congress fan by fan show, nobody covers the details quite like Rich. Nobody has yeah, any knowledge. Yeah, he's the well researched. So, yeah, his show, uh, look forward to that. Come, uh going to be every Saturday evening, and just uh, it's going to be a wealth of knowledge. Uh, so, you guys check that out if you have time Saturday evenings for that. And then, of course, it's going to be a part of uh, Blog Talk Radio. So, you'll be able to listen to that on your free time during the week. Absolutely. So uh, so congratulations to Rich striking out on his own. And, um, you know, welcome. Yeah. And I'll take my bow here and make it about me. <laughs> so um, what the hell else is going on in wrestling? Yo, so let's let's talk about um let's talk about SummerSlam a little bit. Are you uh if somebody said and I think he's a guy who's a guy on the uh on the internet as far as wrestling goes, I forget his handle, but basically like he was like, Are we gonna see AJ Cena for the fourth time? Fuck me and I'm like, Oh, fuck you because I do not mind if that's the uh a big SummerSlam match. AJ Cena bring it every time they go. Seeing AJ and Cena like both play as the face is going to be fascinating to go on one on one. I'm I'm here for it, you know. Like of course you want to see guys do other things, but you know Cena's on a different schedule at this point. We know what AJ can do. I I look forward to that match if that's the match they go with. Absolutely, and I look forward to the fifth one and the sixth one. Like what? Yeah, it's not. Like, yeah, that's, people forget the issue with John Cena and Randy Orton wasn't just we've seen these guys wrestle too much. It said it didn't matter. Like, we didn't believe right. the uh, – And they weren't you know, having these types of matches. Gallery, right? Yeah, they weren't this good. Be honest. Also, like, you know, keep it a full buck. They weren't, you not know, dropping down the house. Yeah, Cena and, and AJ could at any given moment do just that in their sleep. Cena and Orton, even in 06, was like, you know, they're in their athletic primes. 11 just years wasn't... ago, they weren't putting on the quality of match that these guys are now. You know, like, 
Right, at, the, at not 40 the and, you know, 42 or whatever their ages are. Yeah. 40 and 38 or some shit. <clears throat> so. Not a shot. Just ain't happening like that. No, no, I'm I'm um, to that. Um, yeah. Let's see. Outside of that, um, so you know, uh, Cody and uh, I think Cody and Jerry Lawler have a match coming up this weekend. Yeah, I, I mean, I forget the Jerry I Lawler don't know, still actively don't... is getting money out there. I just. You know, when you bring got Cody Rhodes, one of the you know hottest name value guys out there right now that you can get that'll show up to your indie if you can pay him, obviously. But mm-hmm. and so you have him wrestle Jerry Lawler. Huh? I don't get that. I mean, light work for the it's both of them. Like, Going to be a lot of standing and punching. Yeah, I mean. Sure, Cody has no problem, you know, bumping around for 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 Lawler because he won't and shouldn't. Um, yeah. Are you? Uh, yeah, I just don't. I mean, again, I'm just saying, if I'm paying to see Cody, I might think twice when it's like, oh, he's wrestling the King. Like, uh, okay. Huh. Like, if this is my local indie, I probably have a, my favorite guy. Whew. Yo, so this is my first time seeing Bobby Fish, and, like, I've heard of him a ton, and he's wrestling Aleister Black, mm-hmm. and, um, I'm impressed. Doing his thing? Doing his thing, yeah. As is Aleister Black, of course, but. What do you, um, so I think the big news coming out of the network uh, is that they're finally uploading the. With the WWE CW stuff, which I think yeah. was just once you got past the uh, the sci-fi sci-fi influence with like the the zombie and all that shit, which I think was just really good. Um, and somebody brought something up on Twitter like I that never was only the first see, month. Yeah, for for such a, a, a you know an organization or a brand with a small, um, you know, with a smaller roster, you're never going to see that many black guys pushed at once in anywhere. Like, you're never going to see that as far as a percentage. So who are we like, talking? Are we talking, like, Lashley, Mark Henry, Big Daddy V. Yeah, Mark Henry, Marcus Corvon, Elijah Burke. Oh, shit, that's right. Uh, Elijah, and oh, uh, Bobby Lashley. Yes, Elijah. Yeah, so yeah, they, they were going strong. Right, on a show that's an hour long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm the biggest Elijah Burke fan there is. I'm I'm always going to be. I think he was so so good in in what he did. And that feud with him and Punk, I just think, was was really good. And, you know, you got your first taste of The Miz. But you got – I mean, I went to an ECW house show before they went on TV. And that's when I first saw CM Punk. He was going up against uh, Mordecai or whoever. Uh, and uh, yeah. Big Show was there. Was he the vampire? Big was he Kevin Fergal? Yeah, he was Kevin. Kevin yeah, he was Kevin Fergal. Kevin Thorne. Yeah. Kevin Thorne. Um, but yeah, you got all that good Punk and Morrison stuff. Like that was just to me that was really good. I'm anxious to go back and watch that. Um, even though you got Kelly Kelly 
doing whatever, but then they put Layla there so she could actually dance and you know, like that there was that stuff. But as far as the wrestling goes, like they had some really good matches. Um and just a different feel from main roster. And I'm I'm excited to go back and see that. Are you oh no, you're not watching the next No, I apparently um my T V right now is turned to uh Dawn of the Planet of the, of the Apes. Or whatever the second one was. Right. Which I kinda wanna see. Like I wanna see the third one. Um that is a like, they've done a good job. This is the third one then. Yeah, the first one was with James Franco when he first had Caesar and he learned to talk and this one was where the world's kinda falling apart, but there's uh tension within like the eight ranks as they're trying to make their way and the third one is when it's nah this shit is real. Let's go. So uh yeah. Like I kinda wanna see that but um my movie's coming out here pretty soon at the end of the month, Dark Tower and I'm excited about that. It's been a good summer for stuff. Stuff's happened. Only shows and uh speaking of we gotta get together sometime hopefully this week or weekend. Maybe we'll finally catch up. You know, them doing Two shows back to back to start preacher was just bad for oh, our time. Thing up, yeah. <laughs> bad for our time, like we, yeah. like trying to sit down and do two of those in a row is just so hard. And I've been like, okay, eventually we're gonna have two days and we can just do one one day, do the other the next day, but then Saturday didn't happen because I'm doing more? a social function and shit. But no, we'll we'll get there. I'm sure. Vanessa Vaughn versus Jamie Hatchie, uh, May Young Classic, um, I guess, qualifier match, qualifying match. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Vanessa Vaughn. She know Evan? Uh-oh, who are these guys? Men on a Mission, 2K17. No, the, the, the Kurt Angle, uh... The Kurt Angle promo for WWE 2K18 is really good. Little 50 second snippet was just really good. Like Street Profit to play as Kurt Angle. Street Profit. <laughs> Come on. And of course they got uh, uh, what's his face was the first. Percy Watson was the first to talk out of that vignette. I can't wait to oh, see yeah. these guys. Da, 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 da. I think it's D'Angelo. Look at the Velveteen. Yo, he, his outfit is way too tight. Yo, he got the, like Cassidy, like I swear that's like a woman's vest. Or a shirt he's wearing. He got a box. And if Cassidy don't take off that, uh, that bejeweled uh, butterfly shirt. NXT interviewer is Who is that? Ooh, man. I don't know her name, but she is T H I C C. Okay. Um, okay. 
Vanessa Bourne. Can't mad as hell with the humans, dog. Say about this. That beluga whale at SeaWorld, they're like, the beluga whale at SeaWorld died from unknown causes. And somebody they quoted, they tweet, they said, the cause is SeaWorld. And it was like, what? Because <laughs> I mean, he was in beluga jail is why. <laughs> yeah. Kind of hard to repeat <laughs> And that. he ain't do nothing. That's the worst mm-hmm. part. Like, I, every time I see, like, yeah, a family, yeah. like, I think, was it the Wangs or somebody was like, yeah, Facebook, you know, on Facebook, like, yeah, headed to the family day at the zoo. Like, oh, y'all going to animal jail, animal prison <laughs> with all them innocent yeah. animals? Imagine you going to a prison where you know everybody in there is just didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be a difficult thing for me once I get to a certain age. Like, I want to go to the zoo to go see the, to go see the monkeys. Well, son, about that. Have your mother take you because um, I don't really get down like that. All right. It's not really my thing. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh... yeah, and Darrell, we're about to talk to him. He says on Twitter, they finally found something to do with the guy with the James Harden cooking thing. Yeah, D'Angelo Dawkins. Like, <clears throat> forever. Like, when NXT was still on, just on Hulu Plus. <laughs> This guy with his backpack on and his he's trying, but he just wasn't I mean he was fine. Nothing really good. Nope, nothing. Every time he showed up on T V he just would job and never really, you know I guess it was there they were trying, you know, with contemporary characters and there's you know, to trying to have cool characters that you know, relate today. Yeah. And him with his backpack and tapered sweatpants. You know. It doesn't seem like either one of these women are all that great. I've got a woman on here who's like a Dana Brooke looking power lift, short, like, power, power, you know, that look with some big ass titties, mm-hmm. though. <laughs> and this Vanessa Bourne chick is getting put in a in a some kind of submission, and she's like halfway smiling. I don't know who I'm cheering for. Fuck this match. Let's talk to Darrell. <laughs> Darrell, what's happening? What up? What's going on, Trav? What's going on, Cam? What is the deal, man? And that's a man. Future is Goku, man. That's what it is. Future and Goku. Yeah, I be saying stuff sometimes, and then like Darrell would come back and like, "Can you said?" I don't remember saying that, but I probably said it though. But no, um, Goku's at least saved the world a few times. Like Future <laughs> saved me on a ride home with like. Wait, 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 wait. Trippers. Future has saved. Yes, he saved. He saved somebody. <laughs> He's saving these hoes. <laughs> there you go. Plunging the world in the darkness, having them drinking lean while he's drinking um he drinking vitamin meat water or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when you hit and not take care of them kids. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my man Houston. Had me thinking. I said, God damn, Cam. Let's see mm-hmm. my language. Uh, Rob, have you seen uh, man. Spider-Man? Hell yeah. What you think of it, man? Must see. Must see. Yeah. Um, best Spider-Man in recent times. I kind of like uh, Spider-Man, the first one. But mm-hmm. it's pushing it. It's pushing it. It could be the best Spider-Man of all time. Right it's, it's, it's very good. It's very good. And um, Batman, <laughs> Batman, who now playing the villain. He, I understand why people say he was the best villain because they know him as a uh, hero, and then how mm-hmm. he just the realism he brought the um, the vulture. <laughs> awesome. Like who thought you it's would give a shit about that. Is the thing like who thought you would care about Vulture and like think Vulture was a credible villain? Like they they did a very good job. Yeah. Vulture made you feel like he'll murk somebody. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Look you in your face and shoot you, and then <laughs> go over there and wipe wipe the blood off his face and then put the towel on it and leave you right there. Yep. Straight like that. No lie. But that was a good movie. Everybody got to go see that. After about got two to. weeks of it being out, then we can talk about it. Yeah, we'll give, we'll give it a little bit of time. But yeah. Surprise y'all to um, talk about um, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Finally, um, going over in a... Um, a few. Yo, <laughs> people yo, thought he was gonna get that. The pay per view win and the raw win technically clean. Yep. That's because that's on um, the first thing people said when he won. Soon he won on Sunday. Oh, this is gonna let him lose on Monday. And they yep. came back, main event at the show, <laughs> and he won. Yep. Clean. While Seth's in the midst of like this big push, it seems like with the. With the game cover and yeah, I mean Bray got Bray's getting it done right now. I don't know what it's leading to because it doesn't seem like, uh, you know, we're not probably not going to have like a a Miz and Bray team up. Even though if you do have Miz and Bray team up, then you have Bray and you have Bo and but I mean, is Bo really going to get another like another character change right now? Probably not. Well, he country, he country hip hop right now. Country hip hop. Oh, yeah, he's definitely uh, doing his Bubba Sparks thing right now. Dressing like the Dope Dynasty um, dude. Like, it's, yeah. Because are they, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're, they're white guys from Florida, right? Who? Like, the, the Rotundas. Yeah. Yeah, and white guys from Florida. So they, that could, Bo could really maybe dress like that, and Bray could really maybe dress like that, more or less. Yep, true that. But I was just amazed that they let him win twice. Now we've got to see where he's going. Hopefully, I know Trav said he don't want to see a fatal four-way, but, hey, on SummerSlam, they usually get you a triple threat in now, so maybe it's a triple threat. <laughs> Joe versus Reigns versus um, Lesnar. 
I mean, if Bray's racking up these wins, then he's probably leading up to a big match next pay per view. So yeah, probably definitely a possibility. Somebody like that, where they thought he was going in the first place. So do you think does does Finn get an Intercontinental title shot at uh, at SummerSlam? Like, is that where he's uh, kind of destined to go? I don't know. They got to fall away from the Intercontinental title right now, so uh, hard to tell. Maybe they're keeping them strong. Maybe eventually, uh, um, title shot. Maybe a title shot, something like that. What do you think? I don't, I don't know. know how much of the early show that you caught, Darrell. What do you think about? Um, what do you think is going to happen with the Raw Tag Team Division? Do you see another face team coming over? Or is it just going to kind of hold serve as is? The face, um, probably a face good brother, face club maybe. Did you see them uh, in the in the WWE dot com exclusive with Stevie Ray? Yep, sure did seen that. That was that's why good. I thought maybe turn them face. And then you know earlier before Raw on their Instagram they did a whole Instagram story just about them and how you do the um two sweet. So teaching people how to do the two sweet. So, kind of they went clean and they walked away from what was going on with the Hardys and the Revival. So, like, maybe that's Hardys and the Revival, man. I don't know. Like, as good as the Revival is, like, can – I just keep looking at the Hardys, like, can you guys keep up in a credible way? They, for a team that is very popular and deserves it and put their bodies on the line for years and connect with the crowd, they do very little in their matches. Being the hardest, they don't do a whole. But lot you can you can get um the revival to do all the you know the bumping in the heavy lifting since they don't do high high risk moves and they do basic tag team cheating type of moves and stuff like that. They can get a good match out of them. That's a very good point. Yeah, absolutely. But they create yeah. all the movement sometimes. If you think about the teams that they don't have matches with. Usually that's them who creating the movement, creating the action, what you do to them off of their double teams and just off of the stuff that they try to do to you. Nope. Nope. Oh, no doubt there. They're, um, if they get a great match out of them, though, a four-and-a-half star, some type of match, God, at least you got to start saying the Revival best tag team today. Yeah, yeah. If they, I mean, because I think, uh, you know, Cesaro and Sheamus did a good job with the Hardys, but, you know, it'd be, it's going to be interesting to see the Hardys with guys who are, like, legit tag team experts and really excel at that. Um, watch, watch Matt take the long beat down like he's going to. But, yeah, just like, like Matt's signature move now is I'm going to hit your head on every turnbuckle. That's really interesting. <laughs> like, that's what he does yeah. the most in the match now. Even though Jeff, like, even though Matt seems like a rock now when he does high flying moves, Jeff still flies. You know, and Jeff is still getting mad height on those jumps, and I don't know how, but he really is. Yeah, and I think he needs that gimmick, the, the delete gimmick, more than anybody could imagine, because the, the things yeah. he can do and with that gimmick, um, he could he could wrestle based on the gimmick that he um, based on that gimmick. So you know, it helped him out. He don't have to do too much. Don't have Based to on that cold, 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 c
I think so. And the revival, the perfect team to bring it out on because you know they like to break people. They, they, their thing is they hurt you. Remember before they got injured, that's what they were bragging. They had them look like they put out Kofi Kingston for all those. That's why I knew they was missing. Definitely true. They did it to the uh-huh. Alpha. They did it to um, Enzo. Uh, <laughs> they did it to uh, DIY. What do you think his trajectory is now? What do you see uh, Enzo doing in the next uh, in the next six months? Is he going to be a manager? Is he going to be a two hundred five live guy? Like, where is he going now? If you don't take the mic out of his hand, you can't put him on 205 because they don't have a mic in their hand too much. So he's going to yeah. be on the main roster. And um, I was more of it. I'm more into Enzo than I am Big Cass anyway, like people who brag. Because, you know, his wrestling is null and void. So he entertained me and makes you think something just by the talking that he does anyway. If you ain't, huh? he like, his experience is just like when I watched the uh, thing that I was going to talk to y'all about eventually, the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor stuff. And then he just, and Conor just dropped another <laughs> good one today on his that's other what tour. Said, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what, uh, when he get on the mic and, and they stop making him poke fun and stuff, what he's been doing the past few weeks and cutting, cutting a promo like that, he's more entertaining in that way. If they go away from all the other stuff that they had him doing with Big Cass and more of the silly type of stuff and hitting all the the popular tweets or whatever, whatever topics, trendy topics and stuff like that, they'll just let him go out there and talk. I like him more. He he talked money, uh, money. Let's say that. He bring people in the building. That, uh, that's something that I didn't like about Big Cass. You know what I'm saying? He's just seven foot tall. That's what I'm paying for. I don't see the money. Yeah. What money he bringing? He selling merch. You don't. You don't want the big cash on shirt. When when they go with uh, Enzo, he got it hot. When he gets some of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. You know, crazy Enzo that, that, that random fan with the sign come up with that. Cause that sign was good. I'm like, yeah. Um, he said that after that promo, right before he okay. dropped the mic, he said "cashole." Do you, um, Darrell? Let me ask you. I don't know if you did, you did you watch that first episode of Snowfall. Um, I watched half of it. Okay, I did get through it. It looks pretty good. I think that's my new like, not comic off cycle show because I I think FX does a really good job with this stuff. But no, that was good. Like when they like they had that guy, what? She blew cocaine up his ass, and then yeah. Oh, they just yelled at me. What? Yeah, he blew cocaine up his ass, and then he OD through his nose. That was pretty crazy. This is on that new show, baby. She talking about that. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's that. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. You know, I like stuff like that because that brings up a lot of different stuff that you see that the media don't want to uh, talk about from uh, back in the day. The Reagan, the Reagan they, numbers, like, stuff like went, that. They went right with his first episode. He was like, no, I'm with, you know, this 
South American country that you're allied with. We need money. I'm going to give you drugs, CIA. I need you to sell this for me. Like, they just went right for it. I was like, oh, okay. That right, works. Can't wait to see what um, the new movies will come out after we get these four years of um, people talking about, ah, these folks stupid. The thing that we get in Russia, and then six months people down the line like after we told the cold face lie on TV. <laughs> It's, I don't even know what to say right now, man. That's, it's all ugly, and I think the the thing people are saying the most, they're like, why don't, like, I'm not, like, I'm ambitious, but not to the point of, like, I don't know. I'm not really one for fucking nobody over, right? But if you were an ambitious Republican, wouldn't you be, like, you can be, you could save America right now. You know what I mean? Like, if I wanted to be like, you've seen so many movies like this. I didn't expose this wrongdoing because it's the right thing to do. I did it because I can win off this. Like, somebody could be the greatest American hero right now for exposing Russia as the superpower who tried to take from us and all that kind of shit. And nobody want to do it. What's going on? Don't nobody want to be the hero. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no Captain America out here. Nope. Beating, um, red, white, and blue. <laughs> they must, they must have dirt on everybody, boy. They must have shown the, they must have their own email because nobody wants. Everybody got great tape. tape. Man, they got tape on <laughs> what? Uh, what? Fox nobody do the other day. Uh, made up a story by um somebody leaking evidence and talked about it the whole day. And came back today for a five-second apology. And did that little five-second apology or a retraction. Like, oh, yeah, no, we got that wrong. On to the next story. They they spent all yeah. day like, oh, shit, Comey was leaking top-secret uh, stuff to the media. And then, yeah, the whole, the whole day. And they were giddy about it, as, you know, you would be if you got something so egregious and so hot. They were, yeah... And then the next talking day, talking about oh, how the other sorry. media people ain't talking about it <laughs> because it ain't true. Just because Donald Trump again get proven as a liar because he's the one who started the tweet. <laughs> because oh, the gas getting too hot on his son. Yeah, that whole thing. That's all I've been kind of watching coverage of that whole thing the last two last day, day and all last night, all all this afternoon. And it's just it's just a hot mess. And then the people that are like the few people that are still trying to defend, it's just like, man, this is the most transparent. Like they're just they're just they're just killing themselves. Like they're writing commercials for everybody that runs against them for the rest of their careers. Like once this is all said yep. and done, like say we're sitting here next summer, you know, and. The investigation's wrapping up because this thing is going to, they're going to, the the, 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 the the tentacles of this thing, the what's going to come out, what could potentially come out. I'm talking about my embezzlement and money laundering and all kinds of stuff with these banks and the oligarchs and it's so much stuff. Like the people, it's like you just, like how it's in free agents, right? Like basketball or whatever. Like if your team start ads like, like, remember the, the year the Eagles, it didn't work out, but the year the Eagles, like, signed, uh, uh, 
Nasamandui, whatever to do with the real complicated name. And then the, we had like our cornerbacks that looked like Asamoah. And then we had somebody else on the other side that was like shut down. And it was like, whoa, the Eagles are going to be, you know, have, that's going to be a big time strength. And it, and it wasn't. Um, it was Nnamdi got paid. Daniel, by the way. Huh? It was Asante Samuel on the other side. So yeah, right. It was shut down. Said you know both sides, and and yeah, Namdi got that money and was like, I'm good. I don't need to be the best quarterback I'm, in the I'm league. No more. I'm not going to do this shit. <laughs> so when you start seeing who they're adding to their like investigative team, it's like all these people who have like experience like with like. Money laundering and the mafia, like oh the Ukrainian mafia and these people, and you're like, man, they're going to get in deep and they're not going to the, the stuff that they're going to uh, uncover and stuff. Like so, they're when it's all in, said and done, place. when it's all said and done, I think it's going to be like the one of the most thorough, easily proven. Like once they go here, no, here's the paper trail, here's this conversation, because these people are idiots. They got email trails, they got all kinds of, like, uh, you know, proofs that people had had these meetings and stuff, and who knows what other conversations and piss tapes are going to be revealed and text messages. And when this is all said and done, and they get thoroughly, thoroughly, like, when we go, oh, yeah, this was one of the most egregious, like, all those people who were just, Supporters to the end are going to have that written on their thing. Like people are going to go, like, like the, our mindset as a country is going to change in a year or two years or whenever this thing is finally over. Like everybody, for the most part, so, enough people that are, are going to accept it as true and fact that it won't matter what the twenty-four to thirty-six percent that are just true believing assholes that you know those folks. It, it'll be enough people that that. that Everybody as a as a society will will understand. Um, so going forward, four, eight, and sixteen years from now, that's going to be a thing. If these people are still trying to, like, oh no, remember when he uh, when it was very clear that they were colluding and how he was caping for this guy all the way up until the end? Yeah, no, they're just going to have that shit run against them forever. Yeah, forever. Yep. But what do you do? What do you do? Do you um first of all do you get rid of the whole cabinet vice president and all everybody? Oh, every, do, yeah, um, and it's going to be one of the most extensive, right? Like Mike Pence and and it's going to yeah, like everybody's going to get hit or 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 like covered in this in the shrapnel and this thing like fully fucking explodes because all of them are fucking guilty. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be one of those things where we as a country are going to be going through something together that we never have. So, yeah, I don't know. That so would be interesting. Um, regular thing, give it to Hillary. Since she ran against him. I don't think that's more. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, if you just go down the the line of secession, if they follow that, if we could fuck around and have President Paul fucking Ryan, I think he's like fourth in line. I wouldn't go back to the Republican the Party if they all got in line with him. I couldn't find myself doing a special election and finding it redeemable. You know what I'm saying? I just have to give it to the other party and whoever ran for now until Damn. two years go away. 
Since two years go right. in, then we can have an election because you got to go through everybody who who said who went behind him and said, yeah, I, I vouch for him, you know, who um, gave right. him the endorsement. Right, right. So until then, everybody. Yeah. So until then, I have yeah, to no, that's say, a, that's, a, that's something we're gonna have to deal to decide when because there's no precedent. So. You know, I, I don't know what's the best course well, of action. Right now. Yeah, and you're you are yeah, setting the precedent once you do it. So you got to fully, you got to as a country, it's a conversation we're going to have to have. Um, I don't know if we're mature enough to have that conversation in any kind of meaningful way. Yeah. Yeah, something has to happen. People need to be punished. People need to go to jail. People need to be thrown out of out of out of public service, never to return. Like this goes beyond yeah. just you know typical normal. This is like like when you got Hen- uh, 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 Krauthammer, was it Henry Krauthammer, going. This is pathetic. Like he's just one of the most right wing apologists, Fox News regulars. That you'll that you that you can see, and he called these motherfuckers pathetic for their continual can, the Republicans for their continual like hand waving like no oh, it's nothing it's you know like fam <laughs> like y'all doing yourselves a disservice like, you know y'all doing the country a disservice he called them pathetic and uh, yeah so when that tide starts turning yeah. All this pe- um, I don't know. Might not be no public stuff party. Trying to talk about now. I think you got to get rid of all this talk. It's it's time to um, repeal and replace the whole cabinet <laughs> because um, nothing that they <laughs> co-sign on or agree with, I can you can feel like you can go with because you you jeopardize you know, um what they call it the double agent who get um, brainwashed. I used to have a show about that on. on Manchurians in Canada or whatever. I don't know how to say the word, but... Manchurian, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what type of candidate he is right now. So I can't go wrong with nothing that you that you want to do. <laughs> the lines that you... Don't right, it's like, a, it's like a tumor. Like, you got to cut that whole... You got to cut everything out. You can't leave, like, a little fucking piece because that shit's going to, you know, catch on and you know regrow or like, so you got to sacrifice the skin around true, right? it and tissue around it. Yeah, go ahead, Cam. Right, let's say it's all true, and let's say mm-hmm. they find that Trump was colluding with Russia and all that. Yo, right. me personally, right? If I'm colluding with, you know, superpower that's considered our biggest enemy, right? I mm-hmm. probably shut the fuck up and would try to offend less people while I was doing it. Like, I wouldn't give anybody any reason. To want to get rid of me, I'd fucks with everybody. Wouldn't have no problems. But like, how you just make people want to find out how you fucked up so bad? All right. Like I, it's it's bad. Got people chomping at the bit. Like I can't wait till that piss tape come out and he get exposed or whatever. Right. You know, you know I can't wait. Just chomping like, at the bit for your downfall. You over right. is the move. Like that ain't. How do they talk about the 120? This is a phenomenal number. 126 leaks and 125 administrative days. That's Crazy, not man. the Democrats or the 
slinger. That's your own people no, in your man. White House yeah. are are leaking because they know that that you're terrible and bad for the country, they and they're like, they're it's the only way around. to like, you know, the person. Yeah, those people that are that are the unspoken yeah, heroes. The press can't bring in cameras, though, like, and people don't think that's crazy. Yeah. Like, people who don't think that's wrong. Like, I, well, they'll I make the excuse, well, we used to didn't bring in cameras. Like, okay, we used to didn't do a lot of things, and then they became the norm. We used to didn't give people, you know, days off, and they had to work we six days or seven days a week. We used to let fucking, you know, 10-year-olds work in fucking mines. You know, we used yeah. to do a lot of things. <laughs> And then we got something that was like, oh, shit, I ain't giving this shit up. Like, like my Obamacare. Yeah. Fuck that. I ain't going back to that. It's crazy, right? I know I talked shit about Obamacare for the last eight years, but, you know, got a new hip. Uh, my diabetes is in control. <laughs> you know, like. Let's talk about, let's that, talk about that. Let's talk about that. If this was him doing anywhere with a tenth of this type of noise in Come his first place, uh, what? Fam. Good, man. It ain't even no. It's just one of the most obvious things that even people go, "Oh yeah, well, that's true." He did some. Sh- I mean, that motherfucker put his feet up on the desk and he screamed bloody murder. The birth certificate stayed around for like eight years. <laughs> stayed around for about five to um, six, about at least five. Yeah, but the thing is, Darrell, though, it don't matter how. Much of the that side is a blatantly, openly corrupt and treasonous, and all the other words and descriptors and adjectives you could uh, legit use. It doesn't matter because the other side are cowards and fucking sh- corporate whores and shields themselves. So they're never going to be able to like connect with. Uh, like, they're still going to, like, the reason that that 34% is still, like, you know, hardcore true believers is because the other side is just cowards. And, like, like what's his name? I read the article the other day, fucking Howard Dean, who was one of the first, he's been talking about single payer for 15 years. Now, all of a sudden, he's working for this lobbying firm, and now he's, uh, <laughs> now he's against singer pay, single payer and wants things to stay as uh, as they are. Like that's what we're dealing with. He's like, you know, he used to head the fucking DNC. You know, be all. Remember, you know, he was going to be president. You know, until he wanted to take it to Colorado, take it to Washington, take it to Arizona. Be all. You know, so fuck. He's bought off. He talks shit about anybody with progressive ideas. He hates Bernie Sanders because he's a status quo corporate Democrat, and Bernie Sanders exposes status quo corporate Democrats. Like, they just wanted to stay the same because Cory fucking Booker, he was supposed to be the new golden boy, handsome, young, black guy, light-skinned black guy from the Northeast with... Uh, that are running a burning house literally and save the dog or grandma or somebody digging people out of there, digging people out of the snow when the, the Northeast got hit with a big old blizzard four or five years ago. Just a rock star, clean cut, you know, oh, Cory Booker's going to fight for me. 
Well, we had the fucking chance to get to start getting prescription prescriptions from Canada, where it would be five and six and ten times cheaper. You know, getting Canadian drugs. And him and a bunch of other fucking corporate Democrats voted against it. If if everybody voted, I think party lines, it would have passed. Like if all the Republicans were like, no, they had enough Democrats that were that if they all voted yes, it would have passed. Cory Booker and like eight or nine of his fucking corporate fucking Democrat buddies uh, voted against it. Voted against old and sick people getting cheaper medicine. Why? Because of who fucking pays him, who funds his campaigns. He don't want that to change. He don't want that money to stop coming in. And he can't go again. He can't go signing off on his cheap, cheap prescription plan from Canada uh, if he if he want to keep that money from Merck and all those folks come pouring in. When Kamala Harris made her made her splash three three four weeks ago and became an overnight sensation, I was like, okay, well let's we before we anoint her the next woke liberal leader, let's like who pays her? Oh, the fucking telecom industry. Well, my first question for Kamala Harris is, how do you feel about internet privacy, privacy, and things like that? Because if she just takes the corporate stance, then you at least know what you're dealing with. I'm not saying everybody got to pass a purity test and be completely like, you know, uh, you know, certainly, certainly I couldn't even, I couldn't pretend to, to, to be that or do that or want somebody like that, but at least know where they're coming from. So you're not sitting here like, oh, Cory Booker, how could you screw us like that? Well, if you'd have seen it coming because you know who fucking pays his bills, you would have, you know, you wouldn't have fell for the okie doke and you would have. Shamed him into voting yes, or did a workaround or something, but not just be caught like, oh. So, yeah. So the right can be a, and are a fucked up, totally hypocritical, evil, all these things. But it won't matter because the other side are the complete inverse of that. They're cowards and they're pussies, and they fuck. But they also love the fucking corporate money and the corporate power and the and to be able to go from politics to then go be, work for some lobbying front corporation company or whatever, like Howard Dean just did. And, like, they all do. Wall Street, from, from from whatever uh, government street to K Street, which is where all the lobbying firms are. But, yeah, so whatever. I mean, money. we can sit here and, and, hand, and, and, and do our hands like, oh, yeah, they're about to implode, they're about to implode. Look at them. We were doing that all last summer. Remember, this was supposed. This election was supposed to be the end of the Republican Party. Donald Trump was supposed to destroy the Republican Party, but he had a bunch of fucking assholes and cowards running against him. Like he's down in the dirt and the muck and mire, and you know, why didn't Hillary Clinton be like, "Aren't you under fucking investigation for raping a thirteen-year-old?" Even if that shit got dropped, like, aren't you under investigation for raping a thirteen-year-old? Say that shit in the debate on TV where they got, you know, nope, we're too fucking, uh, that's not the, that's not the, you know, right thing to do. Yeah, well, he'll bring up your fucking husband cheating on you 25 years ago. That's all good, but you can't talk about the current child rape case that he's implicated in. I mean, so, whatever. And then you'll have your minorities, they'll still, they'll still vote. You know, Democrat, and they won't get a goddamn thing in, in exchange for their support. 
you know, so status quo. So yeah, so that's a lovely, uh, positive uh, way to end the in the live portion. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I good Darrell. Thank you, Thanks, Darrell. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. No problem. So yeah, so uh, appreciate the call as always. Um, free folk. Oh, looks like. Uh, well, let's get Rich on here. Give a little VIP. Preview since he's online. Uh, Rich, what's happening? Wow. What are we going to talk about in VIP? Any books out that I should uh, read that came out today? I haven't had a chance to check. I look, there's a couple. I think there's a new Hulk. So that's going to be good for us. And then um, I think there was a new Jessica Jones, but I haven't had a time. I'm running a summer camp okay. at work, and then I had football practice. I'm leaving now to pick up Trey. So. All um, right. I should be home in like an hour. So if if it's like yeah, 10, no, 15, 10, 30 is good for you. Yeah, yeah, man. No, yeah, no, not at all. Okay. Rich, Rich, don't yeah. worry. I gave a, a stellar preview for your new show, so everybody knows that. Oh, coming. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I wanted while well, I wanted to make sure I was going to ding Travis about the fact that Bernie also hopped on the news yesterday talking about maybe we should be careful about these uh, emails, considering his wife is currently under investigation and he's trying to, you know. Watch her back a little bit. He's like, you can't believe everything uh-huh. you hear. Let's thoroughly investigate. But no, I'm not going to do that. I'll say that for VIP because uh, I do want to formally on live, since he complained about it on Twitter, I want to formally thank Travis because without him bringing me on as a guest and you guys bringing me into the East Coast Cast family and me doing VIP, I would not have my own live cast show. So we are you, is there no more Saturday morning sh- or early show, or is there going to just be two Saturdays? It's in shows? the air right now. The big thing is mm. going to be like – I mean, uh, I guess that's if, a, if, Jim Valley, whatever he's doing, yeah. Right, because Jim, like, I, there were a couple of shows that Wade is still waiting for people to confirm, like, days for. Like, when he sent me the email, he gave me a couple of days I could do, and I picked Saturday because that way it wouldn't mess with East Coast Cast VIP and it wouldn't mess with football. Right. So I wouldn't ever have to worry about changing and putting on hiatus. And yeah, then, yeah. as luck would have it, one of my good friends, his entire family, uh, his mom had – he has a wedding next Saturday. His mom had him invite six people because she, he absolutely had to. Took the money out of his pocket to do his honeymoon. Lo and behold, those six people drop out a week but week and a couple of days before the wedding. Rough. Why does inviting six people take money out of his? I don't get it. Did he have to, to fly him in? You got to pay per chair. Oh, oh, okay. I've never wedding plans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For weddings, like when you pay for dinners, you pay per the seat. And so, oh, per plate, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So he lost out on like two thousand bucks, and that was the honeymoon money. Because his mom demanded he absolutely had to invite these people. You know, trying to be a good son. Mom better break bread. Right? So, this but, ain't you know, your fucking wedding, thing. Mom. It's about me and my wife. This is RJ. Well, I'm married to her day, so ask her. Put it better if I did, yeah, I just put it all on my way. Well, but that's the thing, too. Like, he's had some problems the whole way because, like, his groomsmen ain't want to set up a, 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 a bachelor party. They went with some Damn, janky. Like they wanted to go to a, like it's off to the, on the best. Well, split. no, the marriage itself. I told them like point blank, like, look, just a lope. 
Get uh, out of here. Right? Fuck everybody. Who do it. Or do something like, because I had a friend of mine do that, too. God, that's you, what's going you get, look, look, Rich, we're not going to hear from Cam for, like, an entire, like, like three, four days. going to go back, like, where's Cam? Where is and he's going to come back, Snapchat. Yeah, we, you know, him and him and Faye in Aruba somewhere. Knock it out. Hey, shoot, like, oh, do it. You know, Justice of the peace. Now, and then later so. on, if you want to do the ceremony and have, you know, the lovely Faye's dad head blow in a gasket as Cam's master, like, some family like dance move and nah, that's that's Bo Party Four. That's it. Bo Party Four. There was <laughs> Bo Party yep. Four. The, the the wedding name. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great because you could have a. You guys could have one of those like. Um, do one of those um, Mr. Perfect style tearaway outfits. Have the family that's show true. up at the boat. <laughs> that'd be great. Oh, yeah, make man. sure you get the big boot this say, mind time, your mind your business. Yeah, get your Cesaro on. About talking to you. Mm-mm-mm. Rich Faye is finally, like, after after she decided 25 times she wouldn't do it, she's finally watching Planet of the Apes. Uh, she's watching nice. the second one, and she's, like, actually into it. And I'm like, you ass, we could have been watched this. But, you know. Right. Whatever. My bad, did you guys talk about what happened with um? Did you guys talk about what happened with uh, Whoopi and D Ray this afternoon? We did not. Uh, yeah, I saw um, the clip. People, like, I, I need somebody to explain to me why people. I know why people don't like him, but it's weird to me that people don't like him. I guess she's just really well, strange. I'm like, he's you know, out here trying to D-Ray, make D Ray, here's the here's the problem with him. People think D Ray is another Sean because Sean yes. got his spot blown up when people realized he was fundraising and it was going to his uh his uh GoFundMe, not GoFund the people in jail. Yes. And then somehow he magically got a New York uh Daily News gig. But with D Ray, yeah. like the biggest pushback for him, too, and people don't want to admit this, it kind of ties into what Travis is talking about. When it comes to, like, the whole idea of having uh, intersectionality, people will run for you. People will love you if you are fighting for the you – know, you're down for the cause, but all of a sudden you say you're a gay black man that's down for the cause. It's like, wait, hold on a minute. This, you're feminizing all, the yeah. black movement and all this stupidity. Yeah. Yep. And, and you got to be broke. There's also that. You can't, yeah, like, there's, that comes out with the Obamas, too, like when they started talking about, like, oh, look at the book deal they got. Like, your homeboy is stealing money by the bushel from Russia, and you're talking about a guy who's doing what every other president did with books. I was about to he say, paid for his own library. Like, that's, kind of, that's kind of like what you do. You go on your speaking tour, you write a book, and, you you know, you fucking was president for four or eight years. Shit, I mean, <laughs> like he was... You know, president makes what half a mil a year in in a salary. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Not yeah, even I'd love two, to three make quarters. Uh, two quarters make, rather. Two fifty. You know whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's not like they're raking in the dough for the four or eight years that they're there. Um, you think they? I mean, it's nice to have quarter of a mil just stacking because it ain't like he's paying for stuff. <laughs> you know, right. it's not like you like oh, our fuel consumption this month. You know, it's all on us. That's all on the taxpayers and stuff so you can stack for four eight years and got a cool meal or two but you know whatever most presidents come in already as fucking millionaires uh obama right. was not 
I mean, shoot, look at what's going to happen with, when you guys are talking about secession and all that. Look at what's going to happen with just normal mor- norms and mores when it comes to presidents. We're not gonna, this fool's not going to have a library. He barely have a newsstand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be like a like a blockbuster or something with the expanded right. adult section. <laughs> like one of my friends, uh, Dubs, who you know on Twitter, Travis, was like, mm-hmm. if we did one of those like uh, butterfly effect things and he was president during 9-11, it wouldn't have been like when people talk about like it was an inside job. And it was like, well, in that case, it wouldn't have been the Twin Towers. It would have been like some failed casino. And he would have been like, it's like you hit America. And then Can you imagine that JBL, that JBL pr- promo post 9-11 would have probably been the reality if Trump was right. president. Like, oh, just just nuke the whole place. Like, but, like, people. Right. Like, humanity. Like, nah, no, we'll turn that place oh, into Oh, yeah, I remember on. at the time I was in, I was a junior in Pitt, and, you know, I even had professors who were like, yeah, we need to make a glass factory over there. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I but see, we well, turned this around. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to end this on a happy note because... My goodness. Yeah, I wanted to say like, yeah, yeah. Let's let's yeah. turn this around. I don't want to like, try to drop even? this like deep. Yeah, like I'm Apparently, not. Apparently, uh, he's gonna he's gonna get his corporate shield Democrat on in the VIP because he's gonna you know he's got some. Oh, dope, I'm gonna dope, mention dope. the fact that Travis is omitting guys who had bricks thrown at their head and beaten in the civil rights movement that are still fighting in the Democratic Party. Yes, I will defend. Way to go, Travis. Way to go, Travis. Yeah. Now, if you're talking about, like, Milktoast McGee from New Jersey, I will not defend that man. You better. That's your type of fucking politician. See, I was telling Bruce last night. Establishment, establishment, you always know what's best. (laughs) Ooh. See? Okay, so here's a riddle for you, Cam, and I will say goodbye on this note. How are you in a job for 30 years and you're not establishment? And I say goodbye. Damn. Well. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's silly to think uh, to uh, the people. Yeah, that's yeah. You embrace what you are. Like, no, I'm not an outsider as far as I've never done this job before. <laughs> but I don't know. Go a tiny smidgen level deeper and look at the person's ideas, and you go, oh yes, those are total outsider ideas. So you can play that game where you say that line, and it's a good line, oh, oh, you 30 years, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah, look at the consistent – Rich is so full of shit. I wish he didn't drop off. But he's so disingenuous sometimes because he, know, he knows better. Like, Rich, stop it. So, but we'll get into it, and I'm sure somebody's rolling their eyes like, oh, fuck, I deal with this in VIP. Oh. <laughs> but clearly, so – so yeah, so uh, so that does it for us here on the live portion. Uh, Cam, I appreciate your time and your energy. Uh, free folks, uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same channel. VIPers, uh, click over and you'll hear me and Rich um, call each other names. <laughs> <laughs>